0: Despite the numerous examples oh. of photographic evidence that nobody showed up to the stretch it, on the way to Buckingham it Palace. It must be nice to be that fucking delusional. Oh, good lord. He's it's just great. hes Do you know what's interesting? He, he's, um, he, he's, he's, he's out of the states at the moment whilst they're doing a thing that means people who were shown to have interfered with elections will not be permitted entry to the country. Funny that. Which makes me think they've got something they're about to drop and they're gonna just whip it out the last second and be like, oh yeah, Donald, you can't come back. Or, as soon as he arrives, they arrest him and then announce, hey everybody, here's what's happened. Your president is a criminal. We don't deserve it. Again. Anything. We don't deserve anything that good, Christopher. Well, not to get political, but it's too late. We just did. Do you know what we do deserve? What? The big damn cast! No! Huh? What have we done to deserve this misery? Welcome back to another fine episode of this mess. Wait, another. the... Fine, or another. Fine, episode. I think an okay, okay episode, uh, featuring nerdy news, geeky gossip, and naughty language. And I feel me. I feel like you need to reiterate, yeah, yeah you're, we you're naughty swear a lot. I feel like I need to reiterate just because we we gained a, a big chunk of people last week with our Disney episode. So if you are frightened of big scary swear words, get the fuck out of here, you cunt. Big squareies. That was that was big horrible. Square words. That was horrible. You probably shouldn't say that. Have said was that. horrible.
1: You should be ashamed of yourself. I
0: am ashamed of myself already. I'm ashamed
1: of myself. I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed of
0: everything we've done together. So basically, <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> One and all. I am Christoph. There's a dog sleeping on my crotch. Your humps comp.
1: I am Matthew. I wish there was a dog
0: sleeping on my crotch. <laughs> and we are delighted. Nay, gaping. <laughs> To uh, be here with you this week. <laughs> <laughs> More of, of We're the dilated. Week. Yeah, we are lactating with joy. Oh. We are we are pulsating and Nate throbbing with with my, delight.
1: My contractions are four minutes apart. <laughs> I'm about to crown.
0: <laughs> Well, before, just. before we break some water, should we break some news? Yes, break some news. We're going to be talking about um, pop culture shite that's happened this past week, as well as giving some spoiler-filled thoughts on Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Tom. answering some emails, both new and backed up. Yeah, we got some. We got some
1: non-Disney stuff from last week. We got to get to.
0: But first, Matt is going to perform an alluring hand dance. This is not going to work on an audio medium, so I'm just going to get right close to the
1: microphone. Mm-mm. Okay, this is my ASMR voice. I'm deep in your ear canal, and this is my asthma hand dance.
0: That there you go. That made the dog on my
1: crotch twitch. <laughs> Wait, you're the dog or, the, or your crotch?
0: So, what's the first story? <laughs> right? what's the first story uh, whilst we are in the presence of our glorious leader well the internet
1: got very upset as it always does because there's a new bat on the block a new Batman you say a new Batman and his name is Robert Pattinson.
0: <sighs> sorry just let me put on my twat hat where is it oh, okay. I did twat hat. That. okay <clears throat> okay Oh, that's a lovely twat hat. Thank you. Um, okay. But that's the Twilight guy! Yes. What, is he going to sparkle? Is Batman going to be sparkly? Darling! It's going to be a gay vampire, mate. He's going to be like a soft vampire. It's fucking stupid. it has gone too far now. I'm going to start a petition. Darling. I'm just going to take
1: the hat off it We all oh. sparkle on screen.
0: ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> yes! Oh. Um... Shirtless, sparkling Tom Baker. Listen. Hold <laughs> now, on, that, Spider Monkey. That,
1: <laughs> that, that's a horrible thought. Um, now,
0: yeah. Twilight. How old are you? 17, 17. yes. How long have you been 17? <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> yes, Robert Pattinson starred in a series of movies based on the Stephanie Meyer books, Twilight. So- Do you know what else he's done? Starred in a shitload of other movies, for yeah. God's sake. Is he terrible in Twilight? From what I recall, yeah, pretty much. Uh, is Twilight terrible overall? Uh, From what I recall, pretty much. But I don't think he's terrible, I think he's just a terrible script. Well, it's true, well, he you, had you, you, I think I think he, I think his final performance is terrible, but he's gone on record to discuss what happened behind the scenes. Yeah. Um he was on the Howard Stern show a few years ago and he talked about how he um was going really grim and really broody for the first twilight and the studio started to step in and have oh. meetings with him and his agent would be like make it happier make it cheerier he's a fucking depressed vampire how cheery do you want it they, they they sent him a, a copy of the first book with highlighted sections every time it mentioned edward smiling and it's because the studio obviously thought oh it's gonna be a sexy romantic teen movie and it's like yeah yeah, but like he he saw the script and he went no this guy like if I'm gonna go as he says in it if I'm gonna go full emo I'm gonna go full emo that was the character and that was the world that was what was written yeah Um, as terrible as it may be Um, but you know so he's he's an actor who was like okay I, I get this and then they went, No, we wanted this one. He's like, Oh for Christ's sake. So they found a compromise. <laughs> so they found a compromise because they knew like it was, you know, a good couple months at the shooting it would just be too expensive by this point to fire it. That franchise was compromised from the start. The best thing that come out of it is just memes of Michael Sheen cackling. Oh. Poor Michael. Oh um, Michael Sheen. Michael Shul and more on him later. Sheen. Um but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, this, this is one actor who is most known in popular culture for that series, yeah. arguably, but it is not the be-all and end-all of what he's capable of. No. I've
1: got no beef with
0: Robert Pattinson. I've got no beef with Kristen Stewart. Mm. I was, like, absolutely, yeah. When I, I saw her in a bunch of stuff later, I was like, because I've seen a couple of Twilight's and I was like, yeah, she's awful. I've seen them And all. I saw her in other stuff and went, no, she's actually really good. My God, that character, that script, and yes, as a result, Her performance in those films is terrible. I've seen them all.
1: They're awful, but I'm I'm I will not say that there is no um, entertainment value to be wrung from them. Like your your wolf
0: ex boyfriend is weirdly magnetically attracted to your baby. Listen, yeah, that's fucked up. But isn't this sweet? Because he's protective over it. No, nope. Still creepy. Uh, As is the CGI baby. I'm a creeper.
1: i'm gonna creep on your baby <laughs> also i'm a wolf oh the creeper now where's that baby so i can creep on the baby
0: <laughs> i want to see your dub of the series <laughs> so robert patterns and as batman got a big mixed reaction from the internet but the majority of of the negative reception was people go oh this twilight guy the twilight guy guys my guys my dudes Because it's mostly dudes, let's be honest. Yeah. But dudes. The Twilight Saga ended in 2011? 2011? No, 2013. Really? Was there a gap between any of them? Yeah. Because they split the last one
1: into two parts.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, that was years back. If you have never paid attention to or watched anything he's done since... You're in an echo chamber of your own opinion from ten years ago, pretty much. You're in a
1: glass case of emotion.
0: Yeah, my God. We're not even mad. We're impressed at the lengths you are going to make this into a thing. Right down to a petition being started to not allow him anywhere near... The petition, if I remember correctly, was do not allow Robert Pattinson anywhere near the DCEU. (laughs) Well tough shit Sherlock this isn't even the DCEU the Matt Reeves trilogy is a separate thing by the look of it it's going down the road of Joker of being its own story separate from the DCEU which as a res- which as it itself doesn't look like it's going to exist anymore in the state yeah, it was in yeah it's just it's just a bit of a mess isn't it really yeah I'd be happy if they just carried on making Wonder Woman films Aquaman or Aquaman adjacent movies and Shazam movies and those films could exist in a shared universe yeah like do that that's cool
1: it's like the same with that just like you don't have to... If you're not going to build a big, like, meta-narrative, then just don't worry about it. Yeah. Just have them pop up in each other's movies, if necessary. Like, but don't hide the fact that... Like, I think we're done with the idea of, this is the only superhero in this universe. Yeah. Like, that's not going to fly anymore.
0: Um, which is weird, because that was never... Strictly a thing, no. But it was just it was just an obvious thing of like, oh, okay, yeah. And only only subtle hints in the two thousands let properties um, acknowledge others existing, like very subtly. So so in the nineties you've got uh, mentions of Metropolis in the Schumacher Batman movies, right? Right Cine down Man to this is why Superman works alone. Um, then the MTV's Spider Man, the new animated series. Uh, Which is set in the Sam Raimi film universe after the first film. Yeah. Um, Stylistically not the same, but it's set in that continuity. Mm -hmm. Has uh, Spidey encounter the Kingpin, who is played and the likeness is based on Michael Clark Duncan, so it's acknowledging the existence of the Daredevil film and sort of pretending you know, alluding to the idea that Daredevil and Spider-Man exist in the same continuity. Um, And also in that, he says, I bet the X-Men get to go to parties and things like that in one scene. So it's like, oh my God, you're acknowledging the X-Men exist. Okay. So that was cool because it was suggesting that those three film series existed in the same continuity. In fact, Stan Lee, originally in Spider-Man, he was a sunglasses salesman at a stand. And then that scene was deleted and that character is then the one who catches the girl falling, uh, the girl underneath the rubble. Yes. Originally, he was talking about these sell people's shades and he's like, you want these, these cool, they're just good, they look cool. Want, like the X-Men wear. <laughs> and that was a line in the film up until the last minute when they, they deleted some stuff for time. So that film acknowledged the X-Men existed. But anyway, continuity wise, Edward Cullen does not exist in the same universe as Batman. Get off your high horses, mother frickers. I think he's a really good choice. Remember when everyone was upset
1: before we were
0: born when Michael
1: Keaton was cast as Batman?
0: Mr. Mom as Batman?
1: He was in the best known for comedy. Yeah. Remember how great Michael Keaton's Batman is?
0: But he's not like a brick shithouse. Batman's got to be a brick Uh, shithouse. No, No, he he doesn't. Well, like, like Keaton was badass. Yeah, exactly. And Pattinson will be as well. You know why Keaton was badass? Because they didn't make him a a beefcake brick shithouse. They made him a weird and quirky guy who knew some martial art. Wearing Kevlar, sculpted to look like muscles, did some kung fu. Did some kung fu. Had some weird tech. Shoved dynamite down clowns' pants and smiled at them as he pushed so them good. into sewer grates to let them so blow good. up. Like um, not not very Batman, but very good. Yeah, very very cartoon, very cartoon, very cartoony. Um, like I half
1: expected to the, the clowns to pop his head up from the sewer grate with a blackened face
0: <laughs> and birds around his head, <laughs> little penguins around his head. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah, no, you know that's yeah. I Shut I, up crying. I think he's gonna be. Oh, apparently, Brightburn has a reference to Superman. So
1: we've not seen it yet. Not yet. No, is I've... it out over here? I think it is. Yeah, and like I know it's out in other places, but I don't remember seeing it in the list. Well, we'll have to have a peek just to see. Yeah, because I, be... I bet I bet
0: it's a reference to the the Christian superhero. Somewhere, yeah, yeah, that'll be what it is. What is he called Captain?
1: No, it's not. It's not Bible Man. That's, an actual, no, that's film. an actual that's an
0: actual That's thing. an actual film. i love a quick look. Uh, God, I love Super. What, what Nathan it Fillion is... is. It, is hor- it is horribly dark.
1: It is horrible. It is horribly dark. Great movie, though. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Pitch fucking black, humour-wise. Mm. Um, see if I can find it. But yeah, I think... Uh, Matt, Matt Reeves was talking about... Um, how it's not they're not going to rehash batman's origin. Good. It's going to be about how he becomes the world, a genius detective. Good. So it's probably going to be a different kind of origin story. We don't need another Batman begins.
0: We really don't. We don't
1: need another um view, another recreation of the murder of the Waynes. Like we just don't need it. Uh, Everyone knows
0: the holy avenger.
1: The holy avenger fantastic.
0: Um Oh James Gunn was demon swill. I didn't realize that. Oh, of course. Oh, that's great! And of Sean Gunn's in it. God, I need to watch Sean Gunn's in
1: everything that James Gunn does. True, he's also in Gilmore Girls. He's very good in it. Although Liv Tyler <laughs> spends
0: most of that movie just like basically acting like she's doped up and high. Yeah, yeah. And she's just sort of carted around from scene to scene, in a way where you're like, that is that's scary and upsetting. But because it's a dark comedy movie, they never sort of dwell on it. No, no, no. It's more the pain of of the what the what it's doing to the people in her life. Mm. But also as an actor, if you can comfortably find that place to play that, that's a pretty easy gig. <laughs> like I'm just going to be doped up for five shooting weeks. Well, you just couldn't ask. Kevin dad. Bacon's just going to escort me around places. You could just ask your dad. It's like, Dad, Dad.
1: Sorry, I do my left side.
0: Dad, what's it like to be doped up? To which he'd reply, time, "I'm not your dad. I refute this. I deny all evidence of it." I'm your gotcha dad. goodbye and it's like wow you're a pretty horrible person really i was never high at least he must he even ate, tell at least voice. he ate john voight uh, oh so he ate john voight
1: he ate john voight Maybe. and then did john voight so they're out of him in wink. <laughs> and wink
0: Other then the credits roll <laughs> like
1: in anaconda um
0: <laughs> yeah oh okay yeah okay uh, uh... Oh, okay no no that's mm, okay yeah, I have seen what the connection is to Brightburn now. Okay. Yeah. It's not a spoiler of any kind, but it's 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 there is a visual reference to the events of Super somewhere. I'm I'm interested to see Brightburn. I should we should I wanted to cover
1: it a in Week, but we just didn't get a chance to see it. Um We, we have should, to talk about the big blue dude. We have to talk about the big blue dude. Big um, blue dude This 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 week we've gotta talk about the big dude with the blue glowing spines. Oh um, yeah.
0: Uh so Arba yeah. Arbats. Arbat. I'm, I'm interested. I will reserve judgment till I see footage or get an indication of what the film might be about. Well, but I'm, I'm like, yeah, go
1: for it. You ain't gonna be seeing it anytime soon, Christopher. No, 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 no. Because DC Entertainment, the movies division, are skipping Hall H at Comic Con this year.
0: What? No. What?
1: We got a little tease. From Patty Jenkins, director of Wonder Woman eighty four, as well as the original One Woman. We've got a first image first poster for the film. Hon oh Magage. Um on its on the the one year before its release, sort of backwards anniversary. I don't know what the word is for that.
0: Uh preemptive, pre-emptive anniversary. anniversary.
1: Preversary. 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 Um colourful, very colourful.
0: A lot of people are comparing it to Ragnarok. Yeah. It's uh, got that it's got that very it's very much got that vibe, that well, neon vibe. Well it's the double it's the it's the logo sort of shattered into like a glass pattern. Yeah. Um and it's uh it's a different armour, which looks very cool.
1: Yeah, it's like it's almost like most mostly full plate. It's got um the thighs and arms are completely covered in like a scale like mail. Scale mail ish and the rest of it is like full plate, so yeah, badass armor. I am
0: get, get the feeling Diana's going to have to go up against something really freaking heavy then at some point in this movie if she's completely couve Well, Well, Cheetah's the main villain in this, isn't she? Yeah, which... I, see, here's the thing that intrigues me so much. This film's obviously been delayed because it was going to come out at the end of this year. June 5th, 2020. And then 2020. they straight up delayed it because of competition at the end of this year. Yeah. Not having announced their slate just yet. So they were like, okay... Which wasn't them backing out of Wonder Woman sort of getting any success per se, but it was more that they went, this is a summer film. Like, sticking this yeah, at winter yeah. doesn't work. Um, So instead of forcing everyone to work quadruple time to get it out this summer, they put it back to next summer. Yeah. That's cool. Like, that's fine. I'd rather them do that and than not. And also, if they greenlight a threequel already, work can begin on that yeah. whenever, and we'll get it sooner as a result. And, um, but we could get Wonder Woman two next summer and get Wonder Woman three the summer after, which would oh, be great. Two Wonder Woman films back two to back. Wonder Womans for the price of two. Two Wonder Women. Um, the Wonder Women. Patty
1: Jenkins also said that we're not going to get the marketing stuff for it. Isn't going to kick off till December. Yeah, which so makes. we're not going to get a trailer until then at the earliest, which is fine. It's out in June, so you know, we don't want the trailers too early. Um so yeah they're skipping Hall H so they've got people like oh but they always show some good stuff but then think about what they've actually got to show this year Joker's out in October and we've already got the full trailer mm-hmm. there's gonna be no trailer for Wonder Woman 84 till December at the earliest and it's been put back to June next next year um the Birds of Prey uh probably wouldn't have a trailer ready yeah um they've, they've wrapped on that now haven't they I think,
0: but it's, pretty, uh, it's so wrapping up, post. I believe. Yeah, so <clears throat> I guess they've not got anything. This is, this is before any um, any scheduled reshoots.
1: Yeah, so they're not ready to show anything from that yet. And pickups, um, yeah. and even if they did, that's like one film.
0: But well, let's big face slate. It, if they're going to give us anything, they'll give us like a teaser image, yeah. and they'll probably just release that online the weekend of Comic Con. So instead of being like, "We'll yeah. have a panel," they're like, "Boom,
1: there you go." The Suicide Squad hasn't started shooting yet. Yeah, although Joel Kinnaman is uh, is now
0: confirmed to be returning as Rick Flag, so it's not a reboot, but it is a reboot. But it's not. It, I think it's. I think it's a reboot in as much as um, sort of. I was going to say Cinerel, but that was a complete reboot, bar one cast member playing the same role. Yeah. In the reboot. Um, um, and I that, it's that, that kind of bag, though. In it, it's like you don't have to watch or acknowledge the existence of part one. Yeah. To jump into this one. Uh, I didn't I didn't check this, but I heard that Idris Elba was supposed to be Bronze Tiger.
1: <gasps>
0: oh, shit. Right, you know, that makes more sense considering all the work he's just put into, obviously, the prep he did for Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, Hobbs and Shaw looks fucking great. That looks really fun. It looks really good. But, like, think about all the physical prep work he did for that role. It would make sense for him to be like, well, if I'm already doing this regime, let's give me another role where I get to be physical and, like, hands-on and, you know. Yeah. Bronze Tiger, of course, is like a mixed martial artist, isn't he? Yes. He's a dangerous hand-to-hand combatant, so sod yeah, give that role to Idris um... Elba, because also Bronze Tiger's better if he's got a history and Idris Elba is now veering into that this is a guy who is going to be playing pretty much 45 and up parts. Like, Idris Elba... Does not look old by any stretch of the imagination, but he he carries. He's in his late. 40s. He can carry yeah. a world weariness sort of really well in a lot of his parts. So if yeah. you're going to give him the role of a combatant, give him the role of a seasoned combatant. In fact, I'm surprised that he's not been cast as um, Wildcat. Could do Wildcat. Could be Wildcat. Not to like stick um... stick to the feline specific DC characters, but like Wildcat be great. Oh my god! Because if you do Wildcat, then you could bring in um, you could bring in Black Canary because there's, there's yeah. situations where she's like trained by him isn't
1: there? Yeah, I suppose. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, he's got um it this comes from um James Gunn sharing a, a Suicide Squad cover which is Rick Flag Bronze Tiger but then it's also Captain Boomerang and
0: Deadshot. Uh,
1: well, uh,
0: Jai Courtney has said that he he's involved in the new one. But yeah. he's not allowed he doesn't know how much he's allowed to say which implies that maybe Boomerang's a cameo possibly I'd be fine with Boomerang being back in it because if anyone's going to create a, a creepy freaky villain that works it's going to be James Gunn I think Jai Courtney
1: uh, Jai Courtney Suicide Squad might be the best thing Jai Courtney's ever done
0: He's entertaining. In terms of his performance. Yeah, he's really entertaining. Um, he sort of fits that creepy, yeah. grungy aesthetic really well in a way that none of the other characters do. Yeah. Um, and he's a total prick. He's just a complete dickhead. Do you know what I think this film needs as well? I think it needs a, a, a sequence set in the past, a flashback sequence of something to do with something, something or other, like a hero fight or whatever, that features Slipknot, being freaking brilliant oh yeah do you know what I mean like a scene where Slipknot is in it and he's incredible because that was just such a fucking waste do you know what I mean well it was the moment there's a Slipknot the man can climb anything what no intro for him I guess he's going to get killed off first 10 minutes later head blown up okay it's just... Okay, how pointless. And especially for the actor, of course, then had to keep so up the masquerade shit. for the marketing of like, yeah. here he is, blah, blah, and do the tour. And what was it like making the film? It's like, yeah, it was great to work. Of course it was. You showed up for two weeks. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, everyone else has been on it for months. You, you should spent have a week in that fucking helicopter. Do, do, do you have the tattoo? You, you, you don't? I wonder why. Is it because you weren't there yeah. for nine months? You know, it's so stupid. But um, if you then did a secret, sequ- that would be hilarious. That would be the biggest yet most subtle fuck you to the first movie. Yeah. If they were like, hey, look what I can do, David Ayer. I can do a scene where we have this character that you picked because you were like, isn't he stupid? Let's kill him. And make him really fucking impressive. Man, fuck David Ayer. So that when people retroactively see him in your movie, they get annoyed that you kill him off so quickly. Mm. (laughs) That would be great. I would love that. I would love that shit. Um, Also, can we take a moment to uh, uh, enjoy the fuck Marvel and now, of Marvels best directors yeah. is making the sequel to your movie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> fuck you. Uh, also, I, I f-
0: he right. Fuck you. I can't
1: remember if this was confirmed, but we may be getting um, <laughs>
0: Michael Rooker King Shark. If Rooker's not in it, I'd be surprised. But I kind it, of i I, assu- I assumed it'd maybe be more of a cameo role. Mm. To be honest, but um... oh my god! Then again, if King Shark would probably be mocap, wouldn't it? Mm. So it would be cameo in a way, the same way Fillion cameos in um, Guardians. Yeah. As, as the as, um, as the inmate who gets a little bit touchy with Peter. Yeah. Um, and then cameoed as, as Simon Williams. Yes. On movie posters in number the, two the, for a flashback that was not used. Yeah. The, the Stark biopic. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was quite entertaining. Um, I love that. I love that we have... We're at the point where we have deleted scenes in MCU movies alluding to... Characters like Wonder fucking Man, fucking Wonder Man, so weird.
1: Wonder but Man, because
0: it's deleted, they now have the option to bring that character in later, played by anyone. Just, just give it to Nathan Fillion, please. Please, I love it. just do it. Just do it. I actually love it. Um... Sure, we don't have any claw anymore, but Circus can play a mocap character now. Like, utilize actors who've been and gone in different roles. Yes, that'd be amazing. Why not? Why not? Is anyone? Is any one of the big? studios making SDCC announcements this year? Because it's next weekend, right? Not that I've seen. It's like a week away. Or is it this weekend? We well, guess we'll find out. Oh, shit, weekend. if it's this weekend, then next week's episode has to get new graphics and a different title. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, we we can't break uh, the streak of our uh, annual SDCC uh, trailer buffet. That's very true. Um... <laughs> Are you There's... looking it up or are you on the menu? I'll, no, I'll no, up I'm on the menu
1: because I... We're so out of whack. <laughs> I just realised that there was another trailer that I forgot to put in the show notes. Oh, what's that? Onward. Now, I've not watched this. Tell Disney me about Pixar's on- tell me about Onward. Onward. Uh, what if bright,
0: but for kids, maybe? <laughs> what if bright, but for kids, maybe? It... Oh, oh, ah, uh, SDCC... Is the weekend before our third year anniversary show? Oh, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We've got we've got stuff planned for the third year anniversary. So we'll we'll we might cover it that week. We might cover it the week after. So um, yeah, we'll keep you posted.
1: Folks, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the live um, a live reaction to the Onward trailer because it's only a teaser. Okay, this is Disney Pixar's Onward, starring Tom Holland and Chris
0: Pratt. Oh, um. (laughs) Can we can we stop giving him work? Can we not uh, in, in family movies that preach messages about diversity yeah, and, well, and acceptance? It
1: seems like it's too. It's it's a too late. It's a modern <laughs> it's day. The oh, sorry, it's a modern day version or it's a modern day of a magical civilization. Right. Yeah, but I, I don't think the fairy lives moments. don't matter today. Fairy no, don't matter today. Um. Oh, here we go. Racist cop. Racist cop, right. um, or cop, ha ha, or cop, <laughs> in times of old. You know, there are mermaids. All right, the world um, is magical. I think the main characters are orcs or trolls or something.
0: I can't tell. Very it's... smurfian designs to the houses. Yeah, oh. There's a Sento jogger You know. It's, it's got, it was that was that a, a it was fawn. A fawn. It was okay. A fawn.
1: That's a cute gag. You know. Cash for gems, mermaid in the backyard. Hey, get back
0: to Ha! <laughs> ah, that's a good visual gag. You know,
1: it's Pixar. It's got a certain charm to it.
0: I guess they're like dark elves, maybe? I don't know. Are there humans in this world? Uh, not not that I can see from the trailer. So it's not bright. Okay, well done, film. You've already avoided that compression. Brother, our okay, so I'm it is... Coming, coming. Why is he talking you know, with it? I don't know. I guess they're going on some kind of road trip. <laughs> okay, unicorns as Wild unicorns. is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's... that's a fun idea. Um... Yeah, so you know is okay. quest it's not a quest it's just a really fast and strange errand it's totally a quest so i don't know so he's like, just doing his um cometh soon that's disgusting cometh soon that, um, that does not play off as well as I think they no. would going to um, he's, just, he's just doing his as as what did. he's just doing his Rex Dangerous voice for another film I guess oh, that's a shame I don't know I uh, maybe cast yeah. someone who's not a part of a homophobic church what? hey what? what? no hmm. um, but yeah that's
1: the next Pixar film it looks so it's a teaser trailer
0: what do you want? is this the first time? what do you want from me? oh I think this might be what? this is the first time where they're trying to sell the film off the names That's not a good sign. Oh. That's genuinely not a good sign. Oh. Oh, like that trailer was. Tom Holland, Chris Pratt. It's like, hang on. What? Yeah. Pixar have avoided that forever. Yes, they cast names, but they never sell it off of the names. Yeah, actually, that's... That's a DreamWorks tactic. No, they don't even... Yeah,
1: this it does look a bit DreamWorks-y, doesn't it? Yeah. It's the kind of tone DreamWorks would go for as well and it's got it's colour got the, me sceptical well or purple like the main character. <laughs> oh, hey, oh very funny oh, it
0: was a visual joke and an audio medium
1: a, a trailer uh, well people are going to see on with the trailer another trailer that we I did remember to put in the show notes Andre uh, Ostoval and Guillermo del Toro's scary, scary stories, stories to, to tell in the dark. dark am I getting the director's name right I probably butchered that um much like that jock fellow, hey. butch
0: of that scarecrow. So this is Goosebumps. Yeah. But... I, th- I think when we first spoke Sarah. about this after the teasers, we said like, oh, it's it's very Goosebumps uh, in a way, because they've taken the short stories and they've turned it into a film where they all happen in one yeah. setting. Yeah. No, you, you said to me before I watched the trailer, it is Goosebumps. And I was like, okay. I didn't realise you meant, yeah, it pretty so much it's, is. it's Goosebumps. They find a book... And then stuff from the book starts to happen, and at one point it looks like they try to destroy the book in a fire, and it survives the fire. It's like, oh my god, this is this is a plot of Goosebumps yeah. too, haunted Halloween. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Andre
1: Ufredal, I think, is the director's name. It's uh, Scandinavian. Oh, for value. So yeah. <laughs> so I, I apologies if I'm butchering that name. Scandinavian for make you shit yourself. Um, this. I don't think this is gonna this is gonna be a a tie end uh like teenslash young adult movie because the mm. visuals in this trailer do not look like they are playing for children. They are I mean it's Guillermo del Toro producing, so he's got his hand in it. Yeah. Um and you can definitely tell that it's his sort of sort of visual language is coming through in this movie because
0: it is gnarly. Oh, God, yeah. Well, we were talking before as well, the books are famous uh, with generations of American kids from the 80s and early 90s because they were scary stories aimed at children they were a little bit creepier and a little bit nastier than one would expect for kids' books. Yeah. And the most memorable thing about them for a generation was the illustrations. The illustrations were haunting. Which like, looks really like this is creepy. carried through into this, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're they're in fact, some of them are literal translations Excellent. to live action of, of the illustration. Harold the, the Scarecrow, for example, is, is a straight-up depiction of the one um, in the book. And if the story, if the film has a story about them finding a book full of these short stories, I don't see why they would deviate too far from the aesthetics of the short well, stories. Know, I'm not. Um, right down to the red spot, for example, which is a story based on an urban legend that we all freaking know. Oh yeah. And we get a shot of this trailer to freaking confirm that oh, that is straight up where they're going with it. Horrifying. Um, who's got my toe. Um, like it, it this looks creepy. This looks creepy as hell. Yeah. Um, is it going to be too freaky? Probably. Is that fine? Yeah. Because if Goosebumps was a film aimed at children, but also appealing to the nostalgia of a generation who grew up in the 90s reading them. Yeah. Then this is appealing to a generation that grew up reading these in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Who will be more than old enough now to watch a terrifying version of this. I think this And should... who will know if their kids... <laughs> could survive it as well and be like, right, I'm going to take my kids to see this. Over here, I think
1: this is going to be pitched at a hard 12A, but I wouldn't be surprised if it creeps up to 15. Or if they have to re-edit it to get it down to a
0: 12A. I, you know, I think I think they might aim for a 15 over here, just because the series isn't as well known over here. And then go for a hard PG-13 in the States. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing is, 12A horror over here doesn't seem to do very well. Because um, it's a bit shit. Well, I don't know. Did you see Joe Dante's The Hole? Not to be confused with Joe Dante's Hole, which is a completely different thing. I didn't see Joe Dante's The Hole, actually. The Hole is excellent. It's excellent. Really spooky. Um, but it's a 12A, and as a result, just kind of... People look at that and they go, oh, right. And then they don't bother. It's just kind of... there. Oh, is it, a is it a horror film? Oh, it's a 12. Oh, never no, mind. Uh, yeah.
1: That's that's the impression I get. Yeah. That's, that's how my mind works.
0: I love how your foul little mind works. <laughs> but it's
1: um, call me a horror elitist.
0: twelve, 12 A horror can work very well if it's told right, and because uh, again, it's it's about what what you find scary about it.
1: The, yeah. the, the, the age
0: rating. Yeah. The age rating only reflects. Traumas within the movie, violence or swear words within the film. Yeah, um, you can be scary. I mean, just look at the amount of kids' films we grew up watching that are terrifying, that are PG. Return to Oz, anyone? Yeah, the Dark Crystal in places. Oh, have you been seeing the teaser images for Age of Resistance as Looks well? Cool
1: Looks as shit. So
0: good. Uh, that opens Down very that. soon. A couple of weeks, I think. Must Netflix. On Netflix, is going to yeah. To Netflix, yeah. Oh, damn. Interesting. Mm, sweet Bejesus. We might have to get a guest on to talk about that, I think. Maybe. 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 Might, might, might know Might know a fella who... Might know uh, someone. Might know, might know, uh... might know somebody <clears throat> who had to be very secretive about it for months, but is now very openly uh, tweeting uh, marketing uh, for it. Yeah. Warwick, if you're not listening, expect a phone call. Uh, so anyway, um, but... Um, Billy Hum Hay. No, not Billy. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, so we got? Mr. Man. Uh, that's it for news. What? <laughs> nothing so, else
1: happened? We, well, <laughs> so many things, but nothing we're going to cover. I <laughs> ah, um, okay, well, oh, oh. don't believe in gender identity. Um, oh, so, that. we both saw Godzilla Con... Kong
0: of the Monsters? Kong, of the monsters. You're Kong already, of the monsters. You're already wishing for next year's film. King That's of why. the
1: Monsters. Did you know it's,
0: it's out in less than a year, the next one? Yeah, they must have already been shooting it. Or, or already shot it. That is nuts. I'm, I'm surprised at the turnaround of that. But I guess if they want to build on the cinematic universe. They need to start churning them out. Crack
1: that shit out! Um, yeah,
0: King of the Monsters, if you want to know our completely spoiler-free thoughts... Mostly, a, spoiler-free thought. mostly spoiler-free thoughts. Mostly spoiler-free. We sort of touch on mild spoilers. But, almost but completely the sort of spoilers you would expect... Expect to be things to happen. Nothing a film that's not in the Godzilla trailer. King of the Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um go check out our YouTube video for it. It's 18 minutes long and weirdly the most high definition looking thing ever. I think it was just because of the lighting. Yeah, We just took advantage of the And it looked really That's nice. always my problem
1: with video is getting the lighting right. I need some lights.
0: Well the other day I recorded a quick video about the Robert Patton thing yes. on my YouTube channel and I just set up my um Sony Canon on a tripod with the middle of the day. And didn't use any lighting. And it's the nicest looking video on my channel. Natural light is the way to go. <laughs> Just look at the Revenant. The Revenant. The Revenant. The Rovnon. Listen, my mouth is very tired. Uh, as it would be spitting fire like Godzilla Super does. hot fire. And does, does Rodan spit fire? Uh, Rodan doesn't spit fire. Trails fire. Trails this fire. version trails fire. fire tra- Firebird. Fire bird lizard thing, but yeah, we still kick the motors. Um, here's some here's some spoiler free-ish thoughts for a bit, and then we'll give you a big old spoiler warning. I liked it a lot because it's really stupid. I didn't enjoy it so much because I found it weirdly boring. Um, yet I still like a lot of what is in there, and I think a lot of the overtly critical analysis of it in negative reviews is a bit daft. I, th- I think they're expecting a lot more from it, a lot of those reviews. Uh, yeah. Whereas, whereas I, I wanted more Big Dumb things. I think it was pitched. I, and I didn't get it. For me, but Matthew, by
1: Jiminy. For, for me, I think it was pitched perfectly. You dug It was it. almost dug exactly it. what I wanted from a Godzilla sequel.
0: So the, uh, um, the, the, the Kaiju, a.k.a. the Titans now, titans, uh, have emerged around the world after the events of 2014's Godzilla. More and more of them are waking up, and the Monarch uh, organization, uh, who study into the monster activity, are, are ramping up their involvement. Yes. But uh, one of their scientists who's developed technology to possibly communicate and maybe placate and control the creatures. The Orca. Yeah, she is, she is. kidnapped by a <laughs> God, uh, biological environmental eco terrorist organization. Because Hollywood love those, um, so yeah, yeah, don't know what they do, but they don't love know what them. they do. They
1: terrorize because global reasons.
0: Warming. But, uh, yeah, they take hold of it, so it's up to... They give Charles Dan something to do when his day is off. (laughs) It's up to the scientist husband of the captured scientist wife and scientist daughter.
1: Mark Russell, played by Carla Chandler, a character so two-dimensional, he's got two first
0: names. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah, I didn't realise that. Um, He's kidnapped. He's kidnapped. He joins to help uh, foil the kidnap alongside uh, Ken Watanabe and uh, Sally... Hawkins. Hawkins, who are the only and two actors returning from the previous instalment. Well, three actors returning because the mocap actor for Godzilla returns yes. as well. And we've got newcomers
1: on the Monarch team. We've got uh, Zhi Zhang as Dr. Eileen Chen and Dr. Ling. Yeah, uh, Bradley Whitford as uh, Dr. Rick Stanton and Thomas Middleditch,
0: Sam Coleman. Um, uh, They team up to try and figure out what the hell's going on. Yep. Whilst the pattern of alpha behaviour becomes more apparent in the monsters... And it's up to them to possibly aid Godzilla in becoming the the alpha of the them all. Alpha. Before something much worse takes charge. Of the monsters. Um, so Godzilla in the last one was a giant horrible lumbering threat. In this one, is a goodie sort of.
1: A noble beast.
0: Yeah, kinda like the earlier Toho movies before he just flat out becomes the hero of the franchise with his weird little dance. God <laughs> and his flying kick there's not any... <laughs> let's not and godzuki there's nothing no 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 there's two sons of godzilla
1: there's a different god there's a different godzilla son who's got a different name in the films
0: yeah and then godzuki's in the cartoon so Godzuki is arguably just the cartoon adaptation of the son of godzilla I guess um see i as much as as much as we hate the '98 film, the TV series that span out of it was great. Yeah, it was that and, it and was their that version of... of it was brilliant because the Godzilla in that was male, and it was the one that hatched at the end of the '98 movie. Yeah, it was the last survivor of that because there was an evil organization in that for reasons who resurrect well not resurrect, but use the corpse of—with um, a load of cybernetics and everything, the Godzilla from the first film. They oh, they, use, they use her body and it basically becomes Mechagodzilla. So he's like, "Oh, that was cool." And and that TV series version of the other monsters were great as well. Yes, I was pretty sweet. Um... <laughs> and they take the charismatic, uh, va- the charisma vacuum that is Nyctotopulus and make him into a different kind of charisma vacuum. Yeah, they take him from being bland, boring Broderick to chisel-jawed. Bland hero, yeah, but it works because they're not the focus of the cartoon. Just
1: ignore the ninety eight movie and watch the cartoon instead.
0: Yes, be aware vaguely of the conclusion of the ninety eight movie and then watch the cartoon. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, you should watch the ninety eight movie because it is at least once, just because it's entertainingly shit. It's like you watch
0: it and going, "Emmerich, how did they get it this wrong?" Emmerich puts a Siskel and Ebert parody. Double act. Oh in there yeah, yeah. Because, because they shat all over Independence Day, and and he, he hated them apparently for it. Independence Day is great. I'll yeah. give them that. Yeah. Resurgence, on the other hand, oh that's god awful. Um, so but like they, you know, they they, they shat all over it. So he puts them in the film as sort of a shitty mayor and a sniveling assistant. Yeah, and then doesn't kill them. No, and then doesn't... they point that out in their review of Godzilla. They were like, "You put us in there, but you didn't." You Killers. didn't do anything like, with it. You didn't really do we anything just, with the characters. They we were just characters based on us there, and that was it. Like, yeah. why? You should have. There's the, like, we would have enjoyed it more had you had us crushed or, like, you know, buried under rubble or, or, or anything. Like, that would have been more entertaining. Why would you parody someone to take the piss and then not actually do anything that takes the piss out of them? It's so. Oh God. Why? 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 Why do so much of the things? Why do birds in those movies? suddenly appear? Every time you an are alpha near. is near. Oh! No, birds suddenly really disappear. So Every time an alpha is near. This is not so much a sequel to 2014's Godzilla yes, as, it it, as it is a sequel to Kong Skull Island in terms of its uh... premise, its tone. This is a... This is, it's not as masochistic as Kong Island, nihilistic, sorry, as Kong Island. Yeah, it's a pretty nihilistic movie. But it is the same premise in terms of this is a film about a big creature beating up a load of other big creatures and the humans that are part of or witness to it. Oh, I fucking love it. Whereas the first one was a natural disaster movie disguised as a monster movie in the tradition of the Godzilla films. Um, where both Godzilla and the Muto's were a threat to human existence. It was like, oh, this they're just...
1: going to fight, they're starting to go down, and we're going somewhere
0: else. Yeah, whereas this one is more, no, the monsters are going to fight. Yeah. We're it's about monsters going...
1: fighting. It's literally the opposite of, oh, the monsters are fighting, and we're going to go to where they're fighting instead of going away from where they're fighting. This is,
0: and I mean this, I mean this in many ways, but in not necessarily ways. negative. This is the Batman v Superman of this series, in that, the giant tragedy of the first movie informs the motivations of the characters of this one and it's mostly about a smackdown it's good though as opposed to BVS oh I, I, I didn't like this film but it is far better than BVS <laughs> I mean it's actually got it's a, a far more competently made movie than BVS regardless of what you think of and the and the monster's motivations make sense at least regardless of what you think of the quality of the narrative it is there and it's understandable and it's yeah. coherent yeah yeah i think ta- i think time should have been taken more with characters to establish why certain characters do what they do like it felt a bit it felt a bit like a saturday morning cartoon but trying to play itself seriously that was where i fell out of love I with know, the human story
1: i don't think it took itself that serious i mean all right let's get into spoilers then we can talk about exactly howl yeah not like, do, do you re- do you recommend it Yes, absolutely.
0: I I recommend, if you are going to see it, if you are curious to see it or, or are planning on seeing it, I recommend seeing it now while it's in theatres. I think it deserves to be watched on a big screen. Yeah, it's a good-looking um, movie. But, yeah, aside from that, I wasn't, I wasn't won over, but Matt was absolutely won over. Oh, I loved We're it. With basically, like, the actual critical reception for this movie, which was a 50-50 split down the middle, which, if anything, is better than one reaction for something that isn't, you know, for something that is polarizing is more interesting than boring. Yeah, so go watch it, your fiends. Um, um,
1: if you if you if you like giant monsters,
0: this has got giant monsters in it. Yeah. If you like um, watching Millie Bobby Brown smiling wryly on a uh. rainy rooftop for twenty minutes, I think go you're watch it. underselling how good she is in this. I, I don't think any of the uh, we're in spoiler territory now, folks. Spoilers. Spoilers for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I don't think any of the actors are bad. I think the characters are really bad. <laughs> yeah, but I th- but the but characters I, are weak source. I
1: think the strength is that the characters actually bring those characters to the characters. The actors <laughs> actually bring those characters to life when they br- they've got so little to work with. Uh, they breathe life into them. I yeah. just,
0: I just, I just didn't buy um, any of them. Like Vera Farmiga, uh, oh, her, her, her reveal. Felt so flat. Like I reveal that she's the the gray area scare quotes villain of the piece. Yeah, I thought it was See, really flat. I I I think it was the fact that like things just took me out of it. She's giving them the lecture on this private um, broadcast to just monarch. Yeah, but it's accompanied with edited footage of natural disasters that punctuate the point she's making in her apparently spontaneous... Yeah, I don't think th- it is spontaneous. That's the thing. But, but then show her reading a pre-prepared statement or something, do yeah. you know what I mean? Or, or, have it, or have it put out on a worldwide broadcast. Yeah. Because then at the end, she can suffer the consequences of basically terrorising the world. And that would be a more interesting story to go forward for her character. Is like, you went on national television, on, on international television... And said, I'm allowing these... I'm not only allowing, I'm aiding these creatures in destroying our world. Yeah. Because we fucked it up. That would be a cool story to follow up on in the next one. Like, she's the. Ex- she becomes the Hannibal Lecter at this bitch. Like, she's the expert in the communication with these creatures. And they need to consult her in the inevitable events of the follow-up. And yet they don't want to go near her. She tried to have the world wiped out. Like yeah. that's there's a more interesting story there. Whereas because she just Absolutely privately did it, when she privately did it to Monica, I was like, what's with the what's with the video footage? Like these guys know exactly what you're talking about. Like, yeah, what's going on? Well, po- I know it was to, it was all straight
1: to the audience. The pro- yeah, that's the problem. There is that it's. But it's presented it, as yeah. being privately to Monet, but actually it's just for the audience to understand what's going on.
0: But it, but it was the it was the uh, Bruce Wayne meet Clark Kent. Huh, I love bringing people together. Like, yeah, yeah. Why is this happening? This moment doesn't need to happen. Why is this happening at all? Actually, something right? needs to happen like that because it just needs to get it. Yeah, but why is Lex Luthor doing it? Oh, it's part of his grand plan, is it? No, because then he never mentions it, and he doesn't do yeah. anything in the scene to to. Even when you go I back and think... rewatch that scene, there's no hint that he knows. Who these two people? Like, obviously, we know he does, but there's no hints that he's like, "Oh, I'm getting a weird little kick out of this." I don't
1: think there is a. I don't think there is. I love
0: bringing people together. I don't think that's a comparison. Oh I don't, I don't think know. that's a fair comparison. Of oh no, n- not direct the scene. I, I just mean tonally for me, it reminded me of that moment because I was like, I don't, I don't see like there's a way to make this mean more than it yeah. does. Um, I also, I think I'm just bored of let the earth reclaim itself plots. I mean, I think it's a common... That might have been my part of my... We're going to be seeing a lot
1: of it because it is... We are at that tipping point now. So that is the theme right. in a lot of art that's coming out because we are at a point where we're fucking... Our planet will be on repair. Mm. So I think I think you are going to be seeing a lot more
0: of that. But unlike, say, Thanos' plot in Avengers 3 and 4, mm. where he offers what he believes is a solution and they highlight that he's mad, like yeah. he's not thought of this properly... Um, this one is just sort of a, I always want the character to go, and then what? To them. Do you know what I mean? And then what? Yeah. Like, what, what then? Have you put, pl- like, or have the characters do something different? Like, I'm preparing for this. We're going to let it happen. And we have put things in motion to help what is left of humanity survive and not interfere with the they, results. They of sort it.
1: of gloss over it because they talk about the monarch bunkers.
0: Yeah. But it's like, so who's going to survive? Just monarch then. Who are going to be like, right, well, we need to yeah. fight back these creatures. You know I mean? it's just... Or people who make it to the bunkers. But I, think... I, I felt if they, if they were going to go Saturday morning cartoon, I wanted them to go a bit more Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, maybe. Le- lean into a stylized thing. But I think they were restricted because it was a sequel to 2014's Godzilla, which was played completely straight. I think that's why they were restricted. by, by They didn't have the freedom to be a bit more genre heavy when it came to the human plot. They totally lent, in, lent into they, their they genre in the genre and indulged in it window, with the monsters. though, because
1: it <laughs> turns out that the Hollow Earth theory that they talk about in Skull Island is completely true.
0: Yeah. And well, the thing, also, they, they, I, they I, go to fucking Atlantis. I didn't realise how much you needed to have done the required reading for Skull Oh, Island. yeah. They talk about Skull Island in this
1: several times.
0: Several? They are. Very, I lost count very, at
1: 12. They are very, <laughs> very eager to remind you that Skull Island is a place that exists in this world. That there is a place called Skull and Island. And it's public knowledge. On, that people know about. And Kong is a, is a thing. Yeah, I feel like all the Titans have become public knowledge in the wake of Godzilla. So they already knew about Kong on Skull Island before the events of Godzilla. Because of course they did. And now they mention Kong by name. Several times. And they mention Skull Island, but you don't see him.
0: Oh, we see the back of him. In some footage, oh yeah, yeah, they yeah, show yeah. some footage uh, at one point where he's walking away from a camera. Yeah, um, but I don't, know, I don't think, and I don't think that's a shot from Skull Island. I think that's a, a, a purposeful done shot because well, the just implication be is to... the implication is they've been continuously monitoring Skull Island since yeah. the events of Kong Skull Island. And I'd be interested, to, interested to see which, how... which would make sense how how he's around and bigger. Yeah, look like how big is Kong at this point? Big enough to punch Godzilla, based on the movie title of next March's yeah. Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Um, how does that? Well, I've got a theory on that. But we'll get into yes, it. Yes, I'm intrigued to hear. I was, your I, was, theory. I was just wondering how you make that um, third entry in your Godzilla trilogy and fourth entry in this film series exciting enough after the after the final act of this one? Because in terms of scale, the final act of this one is pretty much as big as you can get without being obnoxious or going to space. Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. Ghidorah's a damn Let's impressive Talk effect. about King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah's, like, the effect of that creature, the, what they've done to bring that to life, is amazing. And,
1: and I said this in the non spoiler review it looks like a model. It looks like, like the an the old stop motion of, like, model. The yeah. Of the stop
0: motion or, or like the, the suit for, for the close yeah, up yeah. scenes? Yeah, it, like, it looks. Yeah.
1: Like, the texture
0: work on it is brilliant. It's not scaly, it's sort of. Rubbery, yeah, but not in a. We don't mean that in like the effects look rubbery. We mean like, no, it looks intentionally. Rubbery. Yeah, it doesn't
1: look rubbery like it's... but it looks like it's made of rubber yeah. and foam, and it's got a wire armature, and you move it, shot, but it, which, add, which gives it that sense of otherworldliness, hmm. which is appropriate because, oh yeah, also aliens are a thing in this universe. But we're gonna casually and, breathe past. And <laughs> Kingkiller is an alien. I love that they just fucking throw everything at you, and a lot because, of it wait, comes so, from so you mean
0: not of this earth. And they're like. We believe that it came from uh, the outer atmosphere around circle la 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 la. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's species, uh, a species invasion. Yeah. Like it's dominating. Uh, a thing, this, and then they move on. And you're like, I'm sorry, did you guys just mention that it was an alien? Yeah. Are we gonna talk about this? A lot. Of We're it, not a lot of talk it, about this. A okay. lot of
1: it as well comes from Bradley Whitford. An ancient alien. Like
0: from an ancient aliens from,
1: s- from eons ago. Ancient aliens, actual aliens, Hollow Earth, Atlantis.
0: Not only does Atlantis exist, they fucking go there... And, and it's got a, it. nu- a natural nuclear power source yeah. in the middle of it. A radioactive power source. Naturally occurring... The Godzilla has been gently sort of uh, draining over the, over the millennia to stay alive. Uranium
1: is a thing. And if we're doing the whole Atlantis as an ancient civilization thing, I don't think it's the two out there to be like... Oh, I would yeah. Have, I would have loved... Part like of what Kent, destroyed them was they take his fucking... glove off
0: to do the switch, and his hands just instantly turned to goo. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, oh, right. shit! put the glove on put the glove back on it was, I, <laughs> like I know I'm going to die in a moment but I still need my fingers that, to press the button that was a really cool moment though that was cool that he sort of walked up to Godzilla because there, there is that implication of that his life's work him. with Monarch has been to do with Godzilla yeah, he, like, he, sorry Gojira like they do not shy away from him being called Gojira yeah, as well which makes me happy he calls him Gojira um, um, and, and like he walks up to him and just sort of gently touches the snout and he just says goodbye old friend and you're like, like that was yeah. cool that was cool poor Solly Hawkins gets munched by Gojira. yeah Yes, yeah, she does. I wish we knew more about Watanabe's character. Like, in terms, I mean, of... we know enough. Yeah, but I I don't know. It's I, one of them, it's, it's... I, I think it's because of the gravitas of him as a yeah, performer. Martin, that... I wanted to know more about that character. But that's right? why I felt get... like I didn't know him enough. That's days. why you get these
1: kinds of actors for these kinds of roles. Where you're going to have to... Shorthand. Charles yeah.
0: Dance. Yeah. Charles Dance is sort of quite openly... Not mocking the movie, but in the press for it and in the interviews he's sort of being very open about the fact that yeah I showed up I did some stuff it's a big monster movie it's yeah. alright isn't it it's alright <laughs> and he's, actor, he's an actor who when you've seen him get his teeth into roles he's been very so sort of enthusiastic about the process yeah, yeah. and for this he's sort of just it's like what do you want me to say I'm, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for a Michael Caine interview moment do you know what I mean yeah, in yeah, the future it's just like yeah for that movie divided <laughs> people I never saw it but I saw the uh, conservatory <laughs> yeah, it paid yeah. for it's a very nice conservatory. It's, it's a lovely nice. consortium. It's got a pool table. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting I, for that uh, moment. He's he's care. very much there for a paycheck. Yeah. He's not half in it, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, well, there, there's Charles nothing, for him, there's nothing mean... for him to get his teeth stuck into here. Yeah. He, 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 the character appears intimidating because they've cast Charles dance and, and people just
1: couldn't work out whether his name was Jonah Allen or Alan Jonah. Yeah. So I feel like the film is not clear on that either.
0: Question. <laughs> yes. If... Dr. Emma thingy is working with him and reached out to him in the first place to be like, right, you need to get me on board, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to break me out to do it. Yeah. Um, did she, Did she? like, did she, <sighs> so she, they waited till the, the test had been done to make sure it worked. Yep. But that means that they were listening in. Was she cool with him shooting her colleague and presumably friend point blank in the head? I don't think so. I wish we'd have seen more of her reaction to that then. Like, after the reveal, just be like, you don't have to do this. And yeah. he's like, we have to... Look, you, you came to me. I told you that my methods are this way. We had to do that to maintain your cover. His death is on your hands. I like, get, plant the seed of doubt there. I get
1: the the impression, and again, this is all from Vera Famig- uh, Famiga's performance. Yeah. That she's just... That after the, the death, death of, of her, her son... son. Whereas... Andrew, who gets named more yes. than
0: any other character in the whole movie. Whereas Mark... Is this what he would have wanted? No, I don't think
1: he would have oh, wanted that. Mary, He's like six. Marty gets <laughs> named... Marty gets name checked more. Um, <laughs> Mark sort of retreats from the family and and, uh, and away from Kite and away from Monarch and stuff. Whereas she sticks with Monarch, but I think she's just gone. Like, her moral centre is just gone. Yeah. So it doesn't matter to her anymore. I want to know what broken, I want to know
0: what the origins of Monarch are because I'm like, how do they have all this shit? If Godzilla versus Kong is
1: well received. I think we'll probably get a Monarch prequel, a monarch
0: Monarchal, a Monarchal. We'll, we'll get a monocle. Monarch's just like
1: a, a tiny office in Skull Island. Yeah. So it must be. How do they
0: extend to the point where they have giant Titan uh, containment bases? Uh, and all that stuff. Because that's the thing as well in the film. They established that they've got f- several of them already. Oh, yeah. and, and there are others that are dormant. Well, But, but Monarch have got hold of several they would have of got, them. They would have got
1: a resource injection after the events of Skull Island. Because, you know, they found evidence. And they might have been able to bring some bits and pieces back. Mm-hmm. And then after the events What's of Godzilla. What's It's
0: the corpse of Toby Kebbell. Yeah.
1: Well, skull of Toby Who,
0: who I didn't realise was the performer for Kong. Yeah. So he he took his wetter training from yeah. from the uh from the apes movies and then was like, Hey Andy, do you mind if I play the new Kong? And I was like, yeah, sure, go for it. Do you think he'll be Kong in, in Godzilla vs. Kong? Yes. Good. Absolutely like good. But but that's why he played a character in it as well, because they wanted to do the same that they did for Andy Um Circus yeah, yeah. in the Peter Jackson version of King Kong, where he played the ship's cook and Kong. They wanted to give him a on camera role as well as the role of, yes. of Kong. Um, yeah that's something as well that I think that's how they'll because the the reason why folks are like why is it called Kong Skull Island why do they keep bringing them as just Kong what's all that about it is a copyright thing Um, King Kong is owned by I believe it's between Universal and uh, Universal and Paramount oh god but Kong Skull Island and a bunch of other um, elements are public domain yeah. Like, they can be owned by anybody, but the specifics of King Kong, the story of him being brought to New York, oh, um, that, stuff. that stuff, that's owned by studios. So, Kong Skull Island's a Warner Brothers movie. It's called Kong Skull Island to make sure people realize it's that King Kong. Co- it's that King Kong. You know exactly who we're yeah, talking about, King yeah. Kong. But it's not King Kong. It is that character, but we can't it's call it King Kong. Kong There's a loophole in that, though. Yeah. If he dominates Godzilla in the next film, you could totally call him King Kong. King of Because within the establishment of those films, it's King Ghidorah. Nope, King Godzilla. Nope, King Kong. They don't call Godzilla King Godzilla, though. They should do. No, they, they shouldn't. They fucking should do. It's a bad name. Make him a tiny crown. King Ghidorah. Make him a
1: tiny crown. King Ghidorah works just because of, of the... Or King Ghidorah, however you want to say it, just because of the cadence of the do word. Do you adore him? I do adore
0: King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. We adore her. King Ghidorah the Explorer. He's
1: the one who could turn you into ash with a face full of lightning. Mothra, and is, makes the you m- go away. Mothra is the Mothra is the MVP of this movie.
0: Mothra, this is the she's the most valuable wonderful. player. She's beautiful. She's the first kaiju you meet in this. Lucy hates Mothra, and I've been I've been sending her. She loves Mothra that much from watching this film that I've been sending her cartoon pictures of Godzilla and Mothra cuddling. Yeah, they have a really
1: nice sort of dynamic. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yes. Also, <laughs> the the visuals for Mothra are the most amazing visuals in the film. Like she just, but when she spreads her wings mm. for the first time after she uh, emerges from a cocoon, and then again when she, um, when they when they surface in the submarine after the uh, they revive Godzilla, and it's just that the just descent. Of Mothra from above the clouds, and it's like it, it's like a dawn. It's dawn, yeah. And Mothra is bringing it along. Um, uh, yeah, the four main kaiju kind of in this: Ghidorah, Rodan, Mothra, and Godzilla are all amazing. Like great designs, great effects, terrifying presences. Mm. Oh God, yeah. Even Mothra who is the most openly sort of sympathetic of the group. Is Still a big, Well, when you first meet her, she's a giant fucking caterpillar. And then when...
0: Spitting out webs. Yeah. That shot at the end, she just spat one out on Gidorah like, yeah. and stuck two of his heads to the building. It was fucking great. That was a great shot. And also gets her tail uh, stinger. She fucks up Yeah! Like oh, God. Like, stabs Rodan yeah. right through the heart.
1: Well, um, yeah. Heroic sacrifice from Mothra.
0: Yeah. Um, Who then sort of dissipates into... What have you and uh, and and revitalizes Godzilla. Yeah, eventually, get leads Godzilla to be. And then there's implication in the credits Godzilla. that a new Mothra cocoon has already formed somewhere. Well, well,
1: let's talk about the credits because I think that's actually some real. It's, it's basically its own mini post credit sequence before the actual post credit sequence. which I didn't stay for, but I've, I've looked up since. Yeah, I can tell you what um, it was. It wasn't exciting. It was, but, but
0: it gives me my theory for Kong uh, Godzilla vs. Yes. Kong's plot. Hello. Hello, Minnie. Sorry, I just got distracted by a gorgeous dog. Um. So. <laughs> oh, Millie Bobby Brown is back. Oh, okay. For versus uh, thingy. Alexander Skarsgård's the lead. Yeah. Millie Bobby Brown is back as Madison Russell. Yeah. Rebecca Hall. Brian Thier- uh, Thierry Henry. Love him. Sean Oguri. Eliza Gonzalez. Jessica Henwick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, hang on, Jessica Henwick. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, Colleen Wing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Julian Dennison, Kyle Chandler as Dr. Mark Russell. Yeah. And Demian Bichir. Um, and Zhang Ziyi reprises her role as Dr. Chen from the previous film. Yes. Um, so there's three returning characters in the sequel, which means it's set after. Yeah, that that fits in with my theory. Huzzah! Right, yes. sorry. Yes, we knew it was set after anyway. Pray continue, A. So the, 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 um, the the credits... The credits visually... They basically
1: established that now now the Titans are all awake, they're actually helping to reclaim... Yeah, it's nature reclaiming the planet, and, like, vegetation is returning to previously barren areas. Um, I think they mentioned, like, fish stocks are, are increasing. Um, and it's... Uh, there's a mothra egg. They find a mothra egg. Or oh, what they assume is a mothra egg. Um... But then there's also some interesting seismic activity uh, centering on Skull Island. Hmm. So something's going on there.
0: Like some waking up a little bit more.
1: And also we get a we get a cover version of um Blue Oyster Cult's Godzilla sung by Serge Tankian. Which Was is Serge Tankian?
0: Yeah. Right, I loved that. Like the moment I started playing, because yeah. Lucy loves that song, and the moment I started playing, she didn't spot it because she, she wasn't a big fan of the movie, movie. When she watched the film, she doesn't like yeah. she comes out. She sort of sat there for a moment, like she always gives me a little sort of saki look. She overplays it. She's just like, Yeah. Oh. Why? I, did I'd, I'd, drag I'd me. And be like, Listen. She went, Oh, God. I didn't realize it was Serge Tankian. That makes go, me go, so Godzilla. fucking happy. I love him it's so Serge much. Serge Tankian and Ben McCreary, who did the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Wait, you did... Search Tanking works on the soundtrack? By
1: McCreary did the soundtrack. Oh, right.
0: Okay. But
1: um, right. he also did the version of... I was going to say, I'm, I was about to fr- I was
0: about to buy the album now. Yeah. Because I love him and I love his work so... When is System releasing new music? Hurry up. Never. You've been, you've been reunited and touring for five years now. Literally Hurry never. the fuck up and release new music. you are not doing it. They're better. Why would they? I just realised as well. Um, so TJ you... Storm replies his role as Godzilla for the mocap, while Jason Lyles, Al- Alan Maxson and Richard Dalton portrayed the heads of King Ghidorah. I love that the heads are independent characters. I don't know how that works though. How do you mocap those heads? You just do the faces. Um, Lyles also portrays Rodan via mocap. cap just flapping his arms I guess yeah, but, but this both. is great in the credits I did notice this Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra and King Ghidorah are credited as themselves <laughs> <laughs> that's really good that's a great little uh, note. that's really good so the, the, um, the post credits for this movie is Jonah the Explorer or whatever the hell Charles Dance's character is Jonah the Mona being shown ooh, being shown uh, to a Pacific Rim style although much grungier black market lab yeah where they're selling him something and the guys it's it's implied that it's a few months after the events at the end of the movie and his team are there and this guy's basically selling him something where he's like i don't know what you i don't know what you want with this specifically but like you know here it is we've kept it as fresh as we can and then they pull back this tarp in a semi-refrigerated room to reveal presumably the first not the one we see at the end but the one from the earlier scene mm-hmm. severed head of Ghidorah. one of its heads. Yes, because we it see could it... Be, it could be the one from the end, which was a great. That was a really fun shot. I don't where think where head from emerges end. from the rubble, or oh, as it pulls out more to <laughs> reveal that it's just in Godzilla's mouth.
1: Yeah, no, it's got. It's got to be the one from the earlier scene because if <laughs> it had been his middle head,
0: oh, he yeah. He'd have regenerated. Yeah, true. The middle one's the one that keeps it alive. Yeah. Okay. Whereas
1: the 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 left hand head that gets torn off. Yeah, in an earlier fight when we get the oxygen destroyer yeah. weapon from from Godzilla, which just kills a
0: shitload of, of, of a fish. Sh- that's and a, that's it. That's an amazing shot, though. It's a great shot, but afterwards like, I just felt really sad. I was like, "Oh right, the dust it kills a this, load just, of dead fish."
1: All the fish go belly up. It's like fuck. But it, you know, it's 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 one of them. It's
0: that it's <laughs> Aquaman should have been in there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a little Easter egg. Aquaman. Be... Oh no, uh, they killed Aquaman.
1: <laughs> fucking
0: Aquaman.
1: uh <laughs> Uh so don't <laughs> <laughs> you know where that's from, don't watch H from H Guy's Climate Change Denial video. Um, <laughs> it's climate Change a measured response. Fucking brilliant. Um <laughs>
0: So Oh dear. Yeah, so it must be I think it's that head. Yeah. But but then he sort of he sort of says somebody's like this should be perfect or whatever and then it ends. Yeah. I, I, fucking <sighs> So I no he, he gets up after watching the head meet two women called Lucy and Mina, and he goes, "The game has begun." Oh no, no, God! Do you remember that? That the was a post credit scene for Dracula Untold, Dracula Untold, setting up the events of the original novel in modern day, and it was meant to be setting up the events of the what was then not the called the Dark Universe, and then. And then... He announced in interviews later that, like, yeah, no, there there wasn't any story. No one ever pitched the sequel to me. They just told me to shoot that. We did it. Yeah. It was an additional day of photography, and we got paid, and that was it.
1: That's Charles Dance. Ridiculous. Um, Charles Dance. He's not proud.
0: We we should do... (laughs) But he's seen the conservatory that those cameos. We, We need to do an episode, I think, on... Teased slash announced continuations that never happened. Specifically, so, that genre. Yeah. so like like the end of Dracula Untold and the Mummy. Although at the minute that's up in the air, but like we should. <sighs> it's not up in the air. It's oh no, dead. there's no. They've they've been talking about the Dark Universe offices Boo! are opening up again. Um, but, um, yeah, but uh, would you like to hear my theory? My name is N Elk. My theory on the broad disorders by look, me and Elk. I'd love to hear your theory on
1: the quotes, plot of plot. Kong versus Godzilla and then we'll move on to some emails.
0: Okay. Tell me your theory. So, my theory. This is mine. In.
1: Um, this is my fan theory for Godzilla versus Kong. So, um. In, in the mid-credits this one, it establishes that Godzilla versus Kong. the
0: seismic is happening on Skull Island and some of the titans have been spotted converging on Skull Island. Yes! So I think yep. Kong is the next natural alpha. Yeah. I think Kong is a much later... Because they imply in that film, don't they, that it's a long line of these species. Because you see his, the skeletons of his... Yeah, of his, 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 his forebears. Forebears. So I think... I think this is the new established breed. This is the Earth's new answer as the alpha, in some way. Yeah. Like Godzilla is not intended to be the head of the pack anymore, and Kong is. Hence, why each generation has gotten bigger, and meaner, and fucking stronger. Why True. it lives in an environment where it yeah. tears other creatures to pieces on a regular basis. The it's emergence like... of a fresh alpha. Yeah. And that's, what, that's where the, the, the butting head will come from. That makes sense. Um, but the majority of the action will first take place on Skull Island and then will move to like New York and they'll just do flat out New York King Kong illusions. Mm. Or it'll start in New York and it'll go back to Skull Island. You think they're going like, to do... Kong will go to lick his wounds Godzilla will get there and the, the battle will happen there. Because at least that environment would be a different environment for this sort of fight to take place from what we've normally seen of this sort of thing. You think they'll start it off with the
1: traditional plot of King Kong, sort of.
0: Kind of. Tape, I don't think they'll bring him over, but I think he'll. I think Kong will rock up somehow. Because Godzilla can swim, Kong can't. So maybe Monarch kidnap Kong. Hey, study. listen, he's been taking Kong, lessons. Kong has played along on purpose because it's that pheromone thing of like the alpha. they old, yeah, yeah. you know. They're all kind of. It's an instinctive. They're all kind of. Yeah, they're like attracted to each other so they can like perform that dance of violence. Maybe they'll just pork. Maybe versus Kong, Godzilla versus Kong is just those two like deciding who's the top. Do Godzilla and Martha fuck? Yes. How do you well, she's inside him book. now Oh, <laughs> she's the dominant let's be yeah, honest yeah yeah uh, he's the, the alpha, but she she's daddy in the bedroom um, <laughs> so that'll be, that'll be the thing but it's gonna go the route of every fucking versus movie ever in that there's going to be something bigger that they have to team up with to fight Mecha Giderer Mecha Godzilla is my pitch. Created as an amalgamation of Titan study, cybernetics, and the head of Ghidorah. I think this franchise's version of Mechagodzilla is going to use the head of Ghidorah as its foundation. So it's not a Godzilla. It's not a straight-up robot Godzilla. Mm. It's a 98 cartoon-style cyborg hybrid of a corpse and Mm. DNA splicing. And that will be our... Godzilla. And it may even have, just for just for shits and giggles, may even have two mechanical extra heads as well. Um I think that I think that will be our template versus movie thing of there's there's the, there's the thing that's worse than them that they team up with each other to fight against. I would And then it'll end with Godzilla and Kong making out. I would <laughs> That sounds good, but Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Dance has already said he's not
1: returning for Godzilla vs. Kong
0: yeah because the lab is going to be found completely destroyed um, by the creature that they thought they could control
1: but I, feel, I also think that they've said that they're not picking up on the Ghidorah thread in Godzilla vs. Kong it's not a Ghidorah thread
0: oh it's, shut it, up it's not Ghidorah thread it's not Ghidorah they've Gitterah used thread. the head of Ghidorah to create a creature it's not Ghidorah and then your post credits tease will mm. be Ghidorah surviving somehow somewhere what if it's Space Godzilla? Spazzilla. Also, the director has expressed interest in doing a prequel... A prequel? ...of the whole series yes. set during Prehistoric Era. Yes, please! So, a, a subtitle-less, wordless visual film... Do 10,000 Years B.C.? That freaking classic of, of... of I'm not sure why this exists, but it does and isn't the stop-motion cool and doesn't Raquel Welch look absolutely stunning. Do 10,000 Years oh no that's not 10,000 years BC 100
1: is it 100 million BC 10,000 BC is the one that that came out in
0: 2008 yeah so what am I thinking of 10 10 is it 10 million years 1 million million years BC 1 million million years years BC BC. that's the one with Raquel Welch do 1 million years BC yeah but with with Kaiju yeah so instead of instead of Angry Cavemen and, and Saber Tooth Tigers like you do that film but you do it with the tribe set around like the first emergence of Godzilla. <sighs> yeah, I'd, I'd be down with that because there's way more and you make the story focused on that tribe on like an individual or, or family in that tribe, because I want to watch an, I want to watch a monster movie a, a big city destroying monster movie in a time where there weren't any cities and they have no means of protection or fighting back against that level of threat. Do that. I'll see that shit. You're a monster. Yeah. Or even better, do it on Skull Island. Yeah. So for once, our non-English speaking tribe are the heroes of the story.
1: Also, doesn't the cave paintings and such imply that Godzilla
0: and A Kong have faced off before? I don't remember if those two are specifically on. I know there was Co- Godzilla and Ghidorah ones.
1: No, there were Godzilla and Kong ones. Were there? I'm sure there are. Well,
0: there you go. We sh- show Godzilla. <sighs> oh, so it can be the same Godzilla from the series. It's yeah. just way younger, so it's smaller, smaller and less Godzilla. powerful. And and the Kong would presumably be one from much further down the line, less thick. so, it would be smaller. Set it on Skull Island. Make it about a tribe. Boom ting. Why am I not right? Why are you not right in these films? Uh, because i chat all over the, the recent ones. So they are probably like, yeah, keep him away from it. Oh, oh yeah, that's a lot of fish. Speaking of getting shit all over. Oh my God, why is that? Why did no one say that? When all the fish died after the oxygen bomb, why did no one say that's a lot of fish? They had an opportunity and they dropped it.
1: Because when you have the opportunity to say, that's a lot of fish. Then it's the better thing to do to not say and that's a lot of fish.
0: Yeah, but Elvis Movies. He, he was, was the, the king. king. Um
1: <laughs> Let's catch up on some emails. Um these ones coming in uh, emails,
0: listener, emails, listener, emails. Matt reads them out. I do. With um
1: mouth. with my mouth. As opposed to my butt cheeks, my down mouth, my down mouth, my down, my up mouth, not my down mouth. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, this is most emails we didn't get to last week because they weren't Disney related. Yeah, we kept them on the back burner.
0: Yeah, on the back burner. Um, like the halloumi stick that no one wants at a barbecue. Halloumi sticks are great, though. Why would no one want halloumi? They are lovely, but you just know that that and a chicken leg and the one sausage people are too polite to claim are the things that are always left on that back burner and then end up getting extra crispy and then get put in the fridge and then someone eats them cold three days later. <sighs> that sounds fucking great. When I get back, we should have a barbecue. I want three-day-old barbecue now. <laughs> I love three-day-old barbecue. Oh, Ugh. Right. End of the night barbecue when everything's gone a bit cold anyway and you just go... No but one's it, eating it, right? Give me a bun. It's mine now. Put a whole um, rib on a bun. <laughs> this one comes in
1: from Tom. <gasps> Monte. <gasps>
0: yeah.
1: says, so just to clear up why I signed the ge- got petition.
0: Oh, this is in relation to the in, uh, Game of Thrones yes. um,
1: uh, rewrite, remake, series so um, petition. In last week's email. Uh, email before week prior la- week before last uh, it wasn't because i genuinely believed that they would slash should
0: remake season eight i assumed that was a joke oh okay right so uh okay. well that's that, su- that, um, suge- that suggests you were definitely aware that the petition was ridiculous in yes. terms of in terms of its intent um re- regardless of whether they meant it or not so all it right that's-
1: didn't mean it
0: and uh, never mind. Never mind. It, it I was, don't get it. Hey, let me, let me guess. It. Let me guess. Tom signed it more as just a sign of I was displeased. Now, yes, it was
1: more of a disappointment and frustration at the writer's in because it was nice to see that so many people, one point five million at time of writing, shared similar views. I
0: I I agree in terms of like wanting to make a statement that you were displeased to to so you could then discuss it with others who were also unhappy about it. But I I don't think signing the petition is the right way to do it it, because, unfortunately, a a product of you doing that is you're validating the people who genuinely think it should be remade. Yeah. Um, Because they will take that signature as a validation. That's not how art works, kids. Um, But absolutely. I I think your opinion on media, especially media you've invested in, you should definitely voice that opinion if you've been let down. Yeah. Like, it's a good way to talk about it. And then like-minded people will talk to you about it. Like, so, you know, write a blog, dude. Like, write a blog post about it. Write a blog. Or do, do a do a do uh, a a note uh, on your phone and then note. put it up as pics as a tweet. As a tweet, that's because the, then then you long note. Yeah, because then you'll then you'll meet other people who that's also the new have the same frustration, isn't it? That's yeah. the new tweet deck. I can't tweet what, longer. What was it called? There were, there were several sites, weren't there, where you could write longer tweets yeah. and then the, it would post it as a link on Twitter. But now people just go, "Why am I doing that? I'm just going to write it on my phone, take a screen grab, and put it out there. It's
1: so much easier." Um... Did you watch the two-hour documentary on the making of season eight? I have not as of yet. I've seen um, some footage from it. I thought it was very interesting and one of the better things to come out of this season along with the soundtrack. The soundtrack's always strong. Yeah. Ramin Tavadi is a, a hell of a composer. Um, his work on um, Westworld
0: is also incredible. Mm. Um, Did you notice how quickly HBO put a teaser together for the next season of that, even though it's not out for another year?
1: There's massive gaps between the seasons on Westworld.
0: Well, not just that. It was more... It was more like HBO. We we're like, no, please keep paying because over here, of course, we get it on paid services. But HBO itself yeah. is what comes out in on yeah. the states. So it's like they're they're basically saying to people, no, 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 you just... look, we, we we we're already filming a Game of Thrones prequel, and and you you should definitely stick around because Westworld's out next. You all of Westworld, right? It's coming. Is it coming soon? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, here's a trailer. <laughs> uh, maybe please don't stop paying um, for HBO.
1: But yeah, I, I should I should see the last watch. I I, I would be interested because I, I like behind the scenes stuff,
0: obviously because I'm interested in production. Um, but uh, yeah, I should we should take a I should take a look at that. Sorry, Minnie's fallen asleep on some wires, so she's copying my cat Luna's penchant for sleeping on of things. Of course, instead of sleeping on on flat or comfy surfaces.
1: No, 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 sleep on whatever's there.
0: <laughs> Is it uncomfortable and
1: rough and lumpy? Yep, sleep on it. Um, I'm gonna do... sleep on you. <laughs> I am uncomfortable and rough and lumpy. Um, do you watch Netflix's BoJack Horseman? I recently started it and I'm loving it. I have seen the first season and some of the second, but I'm so far behind that I need to catch up. It is great. It's
0: on my list of... of it's, well, it's, it's It's literally on my queue, so... It's that's very up. good. It's very good. Um... Oh, God, I'm sorry for the yawns. Um, You've
1: been a and, busy boy. I have been a busy boy. I know it's kind of old news, but you were, su- were you surprised to hear that we're getting Rick and Morty season four this year? Do you expect to see the return of Evil Morty this season? No, I was not surprised. Uh, yes, I do expect the return.
0: Now that they're doing Rick and Morty full time, yeah. like that is their job. Because that was that was the caveat, wasn't it? Like yeah. Adult Swim and cousin Network and whatnot were like, we want more. Like, we want it uh, sooner. And they went, right, okay, here's the deal. If we're going to make it, we want to know that it's a secure job for our team and us for a long time. 99 episodes. We we are committing to estimate seven plus years of working on this show full time now. Yeah. We're going to do it, but you let us release it when we want to release it. You let us release seasons to an amount of episodes that we decide during production. Yes. And you let us write it with little interference or notes from up above. Of course you guys get final say but you let us make it and then you tell us if you want things to be tweaked. You don't do it during. Mm-hmm. And Arnold Swim all over it and went yes. So as much as a lot of people didn't enjoy series 3 compared to series 1 and 2, I think the quality and the concentration of the work's about to go up. I think they're about to start working with other writers as well. Because we're at the point now where writers will come to them and be like, "I've got an idea for an episode." Yeah, and they'll yeah. be like, "Okay, come on board. Like, let's I'll do l- it." I like season three. I like I like, I it, like a lot, it a lot, but it is. I think when you put it up against one and two, it's less pure Rick and Morty, and it, 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 some episodes do come across as a bit. All right. Like, I really like the Revengers one, the the, the superhero story, <laughs> but it is a bit. Like the end is a bit. eh? A, a noob noob is a character that's very much just sort of oh so it's just it's just that that archetype that they keep using of like, yeah. oh, I make a noise! And yeah, it is, um... so it's it's, 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 it's sort of like series one and two are stories they really wanted to tell with that like, premise and I'd series like three is more of a, okay, what stories do we tell now? So hopefully them getting to do what they want to do yes. now and set the episode limit. I wouldn't be surprised if this was like, right, series four, it's coming out in November, it's eight episodes. Cool. Great. Cool. Like, amazing. As long as, as long as it's the stories they want to tell.
1: Also, can we get a, a slightly wider voice cast because Justin... Justin
0: Roiland has six voices. Yeah. And four of them are the same voice. <laughs> yeah, he's... Um... It's, it's funny, but it will become very samey yeah. the more they do it. Yeah. Um, it has, it's
1: starting to become very samey. Um,
0: uh, more, more Beth, Jerry and Summer is what I want. Yeah. Um either participating in the adventures or getting really funny B-plots like they did in Series 1. Yeah. And uh, I don't want Evil Morty yet. Make us wait. I think it'd be nice to check in on him. Like, absolutely do something with the Citadel that is set during this now controlled secretive regime, but don't let Rick and Morty catch onto it yet. No. Like, Evil Morty was... Devious enough to plant himself in, uh, and 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 unnoticed. So keep that going for a little bit, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. season five, do something with it. Play a long game. It's more entertaining that way. Um, because that episode, that episode was the best of series three. Simple Ricks. The, what was it the Rick candidate? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's something else.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, because it was because uh, it, it was disguised to be a story. All the synopsis and everything yeah, yeah. to say it's a wacky adventure in Atlantis. Because it is for Rick and Morty, we just but never we see, don't it. see it because yeah. <laughs> we see yeah, it's just same old, just Morty's killing Morty's. Um... <laughs> Love it,
1: <laughs> very good. It's very good. Um, are you planning on watching Amazon Prime's new mini series, Good Omens, starring David Tennant and Michael Sheen this weekend? I am three episodes in. I'm spacing it out because there's only six. Are they hour and... long? more or less yeah okay I'll probably start this weekend to be honest and I am fucking loving it it is (laughs) perfect almost perfect it's mostly perfect Michael Sheen and David Tennant are just brilliant with each other they're just firing on our cylinders bouncing off each other being fabulous
0: best gay couple on television (laughs) are they a couple? nope should they be a couple? probably do they listen to Queen in a car at one point? Uh, the Queen is listened to in a car. Yes, brilliant. Then it's faithful. <laughs> um... Of course, it's faithful. Neil Gaiman worked on it. Um, it was Terry Pratchett's sort of uh, last request to Neil before he passed away, wasn't it? it, was Get it said, done. Like, "Get it done, and you do it." Yeah. It's <laughs> like so, okay. Isn't it interesting to see that Neil Gaiman is learning as well as he develops as as as, as, oh, as, yeah, as, yeah. as, a, as a TV writer? Definitely... He's definitely not written a lot of telly, and the telly he has written, like the two most notable examples. Um, for our audience, I guess, would be his two 2.2 episodes. Yeah. The first of which it appears Moffat helped sculpt a lot. Yes. And the second of which he was not given as much assistance on. And you can sort of see the strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare and Silver is nowhere near as strong as the Doctor's Wife. Um, And has some great ideas, but just doesn't quite work. So he's obviously kind of going, right, what did I do wrong? That? Okay. I'll do more of this. Less of that. And this, that, and the other. Um... The reception's been great. So, so who, who's 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 the standout at the moment? Who's who's sort of the best thing about it? Oh, Sheena Tennant. Sheena Tennant. They're just they just just incredible. I mean, they dyed the hair for it as well, so they, well, they they're yeah. committed. <laughs> okay. um, it's, yeah, because it shot like a year odd ago, didn't it? it? Was when it wrapped. It was a while. It was a while back now, but I guess there's a lot of visual effects in the series. Yeah, as Yeah, well. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I I I don't know if they do the look of them. I'd say that. David Tennant's demon eyes are CGI'd. Okay. Because they're, they're just sort of too elaborate so... an effect. Yeah. Yeah. And if they're if they're fucking contacts, they must be incredibly painful to wear.
0: Yeah. Gold. Well, because they're just... just how much is in them. Well, yeah, they're just massive yellow snake eyes. Mm. The whole time? Yeah. Like the whole, Yeah, it's got to be digital. It's got to be digital. got to be digital. I mean, you can do that now. You can, There's software to like digitally track the pupil, so you can add things to the eye on top of it. Yeah, so I so. think that
1: must be what they're doing. That probably took up a good chunk of the post-production. But yeah, it's only six episodes, so I'm not rushing through it because it is just... It's glorious. You've just got to savour it. Savour it's... it right mm-hmm. up. Um, nom, 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 That good omen's goodness. <laughs> Good onums. It probably took them about a year to animate the opening credit sequence.
0: Yeah, I think we are going to have to start it, this because it's animated. We're uh, we're before we go away next Saturday um, for a little break. Uh, me and Lucy, not the podcast. there will still be episodes. Um, we were trying to finish season eight of Doctor Who before we go. Yeah, it's a bit tough. Lucy's not enjoying the uh, the the Earthbound formula so far. Like now, we're in, now we're in the second series. She's she's like dragging a bit. There's, there's some good stuff in season eight though. Mm, oh god! It well, I mean, start of strong terror. Yeah. Um, and I'd never seen uh the uh, mind of evil, till we watched it. I've never seen the mind of evil. It's really good. Um, but it's again, it sort of suffers from the this could be four episodes. Yeah. Um, and we're now on the claws of Axos, which I've not watched for donkeys years. Oh, I fucking love the claws of Axos. It's so creepy. Like, the opening episode is so creepy. Like it's so like sort of Lovecraftian meets. War of the Worlds kind makes of Makes a good uh, double bill with Life Force. <laughs> yes! Oh my God. Well, e- everything makes a, g- a good pairing with Life Force. Mm. What's that? Patrick Stewart's a vampire and he snogs a dude? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's good. It's good. <laughs> okay.
1: It's good. Life Force is terrible. It's great. Go yeah, watch it. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's that lovely kind of shit. Yeah.
0: It's uh, <laughs> that, that good shit. Shit.
1: Have you been watching Russell T. Davis's new drama years and years? Thoughts? I've not not watched it actually.
0: For my sins, I think when I realise that I'm four episodes in, I I I sort of my plan now is to when I get back from the trip box set it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I do want to watch it, and watching people's reactions to it online reminds me of my reactions week by week to cucumber. Like Mm. you know the sort of the emotional gut punches. People be like, why, why? But also I can't wait for the next one. It's like yes, that's that's good telly. That's good telly. That's the sign of good telly. Yep. can't wait to tuck in anything the rusty writes I'm always up for watching yeah <laughs> the rusty to anything write. the rusty writes rusty good old
1: rusty um, <laughs> this one comes in from George picking up on the email they sent us last week oh George um, oh it's George we did the Disney <laughs> stuff <laughs> also when George mentioned Disney the Lost Empire uh, Disney Atlantis the Lost Empire in his email finally watched it this weekend did you yeah what do you think it's really really good it's so much fun it's isn't it's really it? good <laughs> linguist Um. (laughs) it's really fucking good I like it a lot but this one yeah so pick it up on George's email
0: from last week god I love it so much Uh, for flinching Um. on another note
1: because we're continuing the email obviously I I, said swim
0: pretty girl good 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 I swim pretty good I I haven't Jay Fox is so charming he's very good in that he's a great voice actor yeah He's really good. Like, like, Stuart Little is not great, but, like, I would he's like some
1: brilliant. More, some more Matthew J Fox voice work. Um, on another note, I saw Rocket Man this week and I was simply blown We're away. It's the movie that Bohemian Rhapsody should have been. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, I love how it used Elton's rehab as a framing device and was set up as a fantasy musical. The only way to tell his story and such amazing performances from all, but especially Taron Egerton, Jamie Bell, Richard Madden, and Stephen Graham. Excuse me. That has inspired me to ask you this week, which was last week, but now it's this week. Aha! Um, what is your favourite biopic and who would you love to see a biopic about? Oh, that's a big one. Um Favourite one is what the Line. The Johnny
0: Cash one yeah. with Joaquin Phoenix. I mean,
1: yeah, it's very conventional in terms of <laughs> biopics, but it's just so well done and well performed and well made But it's
0: biopic d- d- biopic doesn't necessarily have to be the whole life story does it it could be a story of no 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 no, not at all cool the founder yeah I love the that. founder's really it's, fucking good it's it's really good it's a perfect example of you know, like those individuals you know who are just charming and charismatic and how they can fuck you over and do you know what I mean like it, it's 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 horrible like it's a horrible story to watch after a while when you're like oh my god we thought this we thought our protagonist was like the hero of our story the sort of the charming hookster, and nope nope the real heroes here are the McDonald's brothers and how they've been shit on by this guy which is perfect because it's the story of how he charmed them basically out of a potential empire yeah by turning it into an empire that he was the ruler of yeah and it's like, oh my god, this is so beautifully done. Like, like Keaton is so watchable and such a slime ball. Yeah, he's really good in it. <laughs> he's, really he's really good. good isn't it? I like the founder a lot. Um, and again, I know it's heavily, heavily neutered, but I've got a soft spot for saving Mister Banks as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, I think it's just because it's very a very comfortable, watchable biopic. Mm. Um, and for all of Disney's sort of editing and softening of certain elements, the film still opens with him sort of trying to discreetly put a cigarette out in an ashtray. Walt Disney, when you first meet him, yeah, trying to yeah. discreetly put a cigarette out in an ashtray in his desk drawer. Yes. So it's like, okay, good. Well done. You're not shying away from it entirely. Well mm-hmm. done, well done. Well done, yeah, well done. Um, And Emma Thompson as P.L. Travers is just so entertaining to watch. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and if you get, if you can get hold of it, uh, Life and Death of Peter Sellers is a good one. It was, it, I think it was an HBO movie, yes. but it got a release in Europe. It's hard to get on DVD. We eventually got it. It's a German DVD. It's completely in English, but it's a German release. Yeah. Uh, first script by Marcus and McFeely. And oh, to be okay. Professionally made as well. Okay. Uh, that's worth a listen. Oh, um... And a watch. <laughs> no, that's quite good.
1: Behind the Candelabra.
0: The Liberace one. Because yes, that was yes, a miniseries, yes. wasn't it? But then it was edited as a film. You no, know, it was a movie. Why did I think it was a miniseries? It was I think a TV it, movie. That uh, there we go. Cause it's, uh, it got a theatrical release over so here, but Michael not Douglas, in the States. Michael um, Douglas Matt Damon. And Matt Damon, yeah.
1: Um, very good. Very, very good. That's a goodie. That's a goodie. That's a goodie. Uh,
0: what biopic would you like to see? Hmm. They've been teasing it for years, and I, I would like to see uh, the Stan Lee one. And they've been teasing starring Cranston, and I don't Ooh. hate that idea for me it, it... especially now because Cranston's in his sixties, yeah, he could easily portray sort of forty year old plus stanley i I,
1: I would want to see
0: the i want to see, i want to see him go through that period of his life where he regretted sort of his his professional conduct to a point when it came to credit. Because yeah. we, never, we never saw that... We never saw, he never made a statement or anything. But you could sort of see that period in his life where he, every time someone brought up Ditko or Kirby, he yeah. would go out of his way well, that makes, to praise how amazing they were.
1: That, it would make sense that if you're going to do a biopic of Stan Lee, what you actually do is you do Stan Lee and Jack Kirby slash Steve Ditko. True. In the creation of... The, like the, yeah. the formation of
0: of early man. But I, I, I kind of want to watch a man reflecting on past glories yeah. and wondering... Whether yeah. he went the right way with it. um, And, and also, because there's that period in the 80s, 90s, where he just sort of, it was kind of a, a not forgotten, but he, he wasn't... He was a figurehead of Marvel, but he wasn't a
1: creative force anymore. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. like, imagine, imagine all of your babies being completely out of your hands, even though legally yeah. they always were out of your hands. Although what he was what trying to do mean? at
1: that point was sell them to other people. That yeah. was mostly his role. That was his. That was his babia. Yeah. Um,
0: also, just tell it as a Ro- just tell it as a Roman story. Like, don't make it a focus on Stanley, the uh, you know the icon. Make it focus on, on Stan and his, and his wife. Oh, like, yeah. tell that story. Him, Stan and Joni, Just tell that story because they were wonderful as yeah. a couple. They were so sweet. I would. I would love to see a Stan and Jack. Yeah.
1: Um, but you could do that as a fucking sick. Se- could you imagine a series of the history of Marvel comics? Oh god, yeah! With all those fair fucking an- amazing writers coming through.
0: Oh stop!
1: He's making he's making mini he's posing mini while she's asleep.
0: She's holding my phone. Oh, it could be called cameo. <laughs> Literally, could, could be you could, yeah. you could you could you could use the framing device yeah. of of Stan's yeah, soapbox yeah, yeah. and editor's notes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> any other biopics you think would be really interesting to see?
0: Hmm, wheat. We we wouldn't they, get it. We wouldn't get it now per se. Yeah. But I'd love to see one based on Sia, because Sia has been in the music industry for like twenty yeah. plus years. but it's Only in the last like five or six, she's been an, an artist who's who's her own thing. That is interesting. She's written on a shitload of like gold and know... platinum hits over the last twenty odd years. Yeah. Like she she's one of Rihanna's biggest writers one of the most recurring writers yeah i want to know that story like the story of the absolute freaking amazing talent who decides no i'm, I'm good over here do you know what i mean like i want to know that what what makes her then go actually no now's my chat now's my time now i want to step up i want to know that story and i want whoever plays her to have to wear that wig from her promo and performance <laughs> stuff and the whole thing so we never see their face never see the face yeah, that would wait be a few years there. cast Emma Stone oh oh mm. I think she could easily based on based on like what we've heard of her singing voice as well I think she could easily Taryn Edgerton style yeah. match Sia's vocals to a point yeah possibly that'd be a fun one very possibly or if you want to keep up with the music bio I want to see the last year of the Spice Girls oh Oh, like Jerry, Jerry leaving, and what happens next? I want to see that. Yeah,
1: that sounds interesting. That does sound interesting, actually. Oh, are there any other, like crazy, like ah, uh, like ridiculous breakups and stuff? What are the or like... musicians or, yeah, or yeah. sort of? Romances that would be would interesting. have been no, not romances. I'm not. I'm not interested in. I, people's a really a,
0: a really pretentious movie called Conscious Uncoupling oh, about the, about off. the last year about the last year fuck of Gwyneth Paltrow off. and um oh god, in a moment, Coldplay, Chris, uh, Chris,
1: what's his name? <laughs> Chris Martin,
0: Chris Martin. It's going to um, be really, but but it's got to be directed by like um oh god, uh, where's Anderson? Yeah, it's got to be really pretentious and weird and quirky. Why the fuck not? (laughs) Uh,
1: Goop is depicted as
0: a Goop is depicted as a Willy Wonka esque factory. (laughs) Oh, oh! I watch the shit out of that.
1: No, I can't do it. I can't (laughs) do it. Um, (laughs) uh, trying to think of any music ones that I'd really like to see. Um, Fresh Prince, I, I
0: think. I think he's, huh, maybe. The story of the nicest rapper or the cleanest rap. I think he's probably... Back when the genre was growing popular and people were like, who the fuck is this
1: family-friendly, squeaky clean kid? I don't know if anyone would see it because uh, he's kind of an obscure figure now.
0: Go for it. It depends on the trailer and the actor. That would sell it.
1: uh, Biopic of Pete Steele. typo or negative. Okay. Um, What would the story be? I don't know. Just, he's an interesting dude. Interesting fella. Yeah, and, you know, sadly passed away and great musician, and I just thought it might be interesting to look into his
0: career. Alice Cooper. Yeah. Based on when he kicked substances earlier in his career. Yeah. He he left it. Yeah, yeah. So tell the story of someone literally that period. I don't don't, don't believe he was a big drug, I think he was was an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. uh, Lou knows it better, but like, tell the story, because like Elton uses the rehab as a frame device, but you tell a story of like of of how do you continue that showmanship and that style after a big part of who you'd made yourself to be, like who you were is gone. Like, his creativity and Alice Cooper's style and everything didn't come from his him being a drunkard. But put it this way, his first book, his first autobiography, he doesn't remember writing, <laughs> and it's hard to get hold of as well as, as a result. But but you tell it in the visual style of his shows, yeah. So you make that a very stylized world. You maybe don't even refer to him as Alice. You maybe tell the story of Stephen, and you go down that route instead. Um, I'd love that. That'd be cool. Stephen King. Oh <gasps> shit! Yes,
1: that's just true. He yeah. doesn't remember writing it. He doesn't remember writing the Tommy Tommyknockers. Yeah, Cujo like, as well. The seventy, 70- the seventies and Cujo early eighties. Cujo
0: was a coke binge wasn't I it? Think over like so. two days. He was just, he
1: just, I he woke so, up. he's like, I've written a book about a murderous dogs. So <laughs> off his fucking rocker on. Um, fucking coke and booze and whatever. He doesn't remember writing entire fucking novels, and not short novels, like 6-700 page fucking novels. Doesn't remember them at all. That'd be pretty interesting. And also great. finally, um the the Seattle Bay Area threat Seattle Bay Area, the um fucking San Francisco Bay Area thrash scene um in the early 80s. Particularly centering around Dave Mustaine's split from Metallica, which led to the formation of Megadeth, and probably ending around Cliff Burton's death.
0: Oh my God! Can't... See, I want that for one major reason, and it's because I don't think we've ever had a biopic about like heavy metal ever. Not no, not one that's been done like with with an with an indulgence and a celebration yeah. of the genre.
1: Rob Halford might be interesting as well because he, as as a as a gay man in metal, yeah, when he came out in the in the nineties.
0: Yeah, um, that'd be a good
1: one, actually. After he left Judas Priest. That could be interesting. Black Sabbath, maybe. Mm.
0: I, still, they... I still want to see a, 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 an actually sort of considerate, sensitive one done, but we'll never get it because Bohemia Rhapsody exists, of the last year of Freddy's life. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah. That's what we could have got. Because he, he, he knew. like he, he sort of knew that his time was coming to a degree, and he, he prepared for it. I mean, that's what the goodbye messages in Scat, are Innuendo, and specifically the one in These are the Days of Our Lives, are about. Yeah. And especially the video, where he takes a moment to say it to camera. It's like, oh, he knew... That is heartbreaking every like, time you he, watch it. He, he was going through the most horrible thing that the human body can ever go through. Like, a slow deterioration that you are fully conscious of the entire time. Oh, yeah. Caused by something that you received... Due to your sexuality and your sexual activities, which is already something that you're being persecuted and criticized and, 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 and harassed because of, like, it, it, it like your, ex- your own existence is almost trying to invalidate you by punishing you for what you've done. Yeah. For- as far as his you know, point of view could have been. Yeah. And, like, and yet the grace and dignity he handled the last year of his life with is astounding. Do you know what I mean? The poise and everything that he went through. Like, I want to see that. That is, a st- that is a story of a strong-ass motherfucker. Like, I want to watch that. Do you know what I mean? To to, to, to realise that life has dealt you the shittest hand ever. Yeah. And you just tell it in the most politest, um, flamboyant way ever to kiss your ass. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I want to see that story. Yeah. That would have been great, but we'll never get that unless it's done as like a TV film. Because if it's released in cinemas, people will automatically assume, oh, is it a follow-up to Bohemian It's yeah. like, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> um,
1: this one comes in from Charlie, again, picking up from last week, where we talked about his um, Disney stuff, but then now we're talking about the other questions he sent in. Well, meats. One of his questions. Meats.
0: Um, I'm gelling the word meats. Apologies,
1: guys. As Meets. well, I'm sure, you are both aware.
0: As well, you know.
1: Next year, there will be a live musical adaptation of the 80s classic Back to the Future.
0: Really? Facebook hasn't told me that at all. I'm going to reserve judgment for now. Bob Gale is involved, Ooh. so that can only be a plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bob Gale has co-written it. Yeah. Um. Uh, someone else is involved. Zemeckis is involved he's been involved in developing it so I'm uh, I'm interested yeah I'm interested they've confirmed that the music of of, oh god Yui Lewis like that stuff will be involved yeah but obviously, there's brand new stuff for it. They've been doing a lot of promo work for it online, especially on Facebook. If you live in Manchester, Great Manchester area, especially your Facebook feed. I've, I've fucking seen continuous. fucking straight up posters for it. Yeah, uh, they've cast Marty. Yeah. So I think they're doing that to make sure there is a figurehead for the marketing now. They've yeah. cast that far ahead. You've probably cast from the... Um, from the uh workshop maybe yeah yeah i would have thought so um they put out a promo video of him doing a version of power of love Mm -hmm. which is actually a pretty good cover it it sounds amazing the arrangement's slightly different and everything it it sounds really good um but it is one of those things of like really bags of the future the musical on the surface when i first heard that was my reaction then i saw who's involved and i went okay this isn't someone else taking hold of it. This is the original source going, yeah, we can do a version of this. Yeah. So that put, that gives me faith in it. Yeah. And Christopher Lloyd has also said that he's he's been passed stuff for it to sort of, like, just ask his opinion. He loves what he's seen and heard so far and he can't wait to come to Manchester for the opening night. So that alone makes me go, wait. Other Chris, already Chris already Lloyd's like F- going to be F- here on. opening night? No- yeah, uh, yeah, it's it, like... Um, uh, dirty rotten scoundrels, yeah. like that—that's become a bit of a thing now. Manchester gets like a residency for a few months, and then it moves to the West End. That's pretty cool. So, we, I think whether we enter lottery or we do pre-order, I think we should try and go and see. Oh, it Oh yeah, I'm
1: going to see it absolutely. <laughs>
0: um, so, my question is: I hope
1: it's good. <laughs> what classic from film, television, or elsewhere would you like to see adapted into a musical theatre extravaganza? We covered Batman already, so let's loop in <laughs> How would it work? Rock, pr- rock, pra or jukebox, or traditional? What moments demand the big numbers? I want to hear your end of act one big hitter. Pitch me, boys.
0: Pitch me all over. The problem is, oh. there's one that oh, I oh, want to oh, do. I think I spoke to you about yeah, it. Right? Yeah, there's one I want to do, but I don't know if I want to talk about it. I was thinking about it the other day because I, I do kind of want to. I do kind of want to push it. Um, so I don't want to say it because I'd rather. I'd rather, I'd rather squirrel away Just in it and see if it works. Don't and, then say if, it. and then if it doesn't work, I'll come out and be like, so, yes. I tried to do this.
1: So, we're trying to do this thing. I've Because got... you know what the end
0: of Act 1 would be for that. Like, you freaking know what the end of Act 1 would be for that. Yes. Um, yes. Um, oh, God. I mean, what you want to end on a big number. Like, do you know what I mean? That yeah. entire sequence. Yeah.
1: Um. <sighs> um
0: fuck. I've got so many notes as well. I need, to, I need to find the time to just sit down and start, like, right, let's start on the book and see what happens. And then eventually approach a freaking we'll film studio there. to be like, hi! Hi. Um, uh, do you think maybe we could have a chat about whether or not this is a possible thing? Um, but aside from that... Aside from that... I'm, um hmm. Hmm. Frankenstein. Okay. Imagine being created just to be the okay. mate of another abomination of that's science some, and nature. That's some anguish right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, tell that... Don't tell it strictly, exactly to the same story as Bride of Frankenstein, because then you're essentially just doing Frankenstein again, except there's a lady one yeah. In the Yeah. But, you know, imagine if your entire purpose in life was... You're brought to life, and your entire purpose is to be the companion of someone else that is a story story as old as time like the arranged marriage like i don't want this kind of like story you could do that absolutely you're destined to be together i don't want them i don't love them you could do that story but you were made specifically for that what is your identity what is are you meant to exist is it right that you exist Mm. you're not even you you're like five other women stitched together what is this how does the creature take to being rejected? Do you make the creature the the, the sort of the Gaston like villain of the piece? Yeah. Or do you make them a sympathetic hero and you end it in sort of a a place of actual sort of mutual friendship and caring, you know, a, a caring uh, vibe between those two characters? Is Doctor Frankenstein your villain? Like, dude's trying to play with God. Pretty freaking disgusting. Where does this go? You know I mean? There, there's, there's ways to do it. I think, which would be fun. Um, and your end of act one number is your is your uh <laughs> is the leftover body parts uh, in some kind of big dance number. Um So you have to somehow get your performers to perform leftover body parts and you use lighting to help sell the idea that dismembered bodies are doing a big dance number.
1: I've got um <laughs> out of left field one.
0: Cool. On. The fly. <gasps> Yes, but a
1: David Cronenberg flavored version. Oh, good lord! A, we can
0: keep it romantic, with and an, then just get more gross.
1: Ah, with an industrial nine inch nails esque soundtrack. Oh, um, Act One ends with him uh, abducting his now pregnant girlfriend from the hospital. Oh god! And Act Two, Act Two would open with her in. Act Two would just be basically the last fifteen minutes of the flight. one setting. Yeah, it's all in his lab. God, that'd be and, um, Oh, that'd be brilliant! And it's just you you'd have to, at some point you'd have to work out how you're going to make the switch from, um, Brundle duty makeup to a full on puppet.
0: Get some really cool magic directors yeah. involved and just make it as grotesque and as visually frightening as you can. Oh, grow him
1: in a bit Warhol style where he's like sort of in an armature with helpers. George's marvelous um, medicine. Like with the, yeah, gran- maybe, the grandmother's usually maybe. on a
0: rig that just kind of grows through the set as the story goes yeah. on. Um,
1: and yeah, <laughs> oh, that'd sort, of be big, sort of electronic bass lines, um, like yeah. filthy synths. Very eighties. Yeah, yeah. Like sort of razor guitars. Like late eighties, early 90s. matches
0: so well to yeah, it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because it is such a shock to the system after. You know, like a, nearly a century of everything being more about squeaky clean. Like the the most the most sort of genre specific it gets is like these are cowboys. You could have very, a good time. You could have a very tongue in even more tongue in cheek
1: <laughs> rock opera version of Return of the Living Dead.
0: Yes. See, that's the one that I want to see Evil Dead get a revival. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I sorry theater, but it never came over here. I watched a version online. Yeah. A, a filmed version of one of the shows, and it was. Great! It was so funny, and and again, it was that whole thing of it begins and ends in the cabin, so it's one set. Yeah, and it 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 just worked so well. Um <laughs> There's a bit that alludes to Army of Darkness as well, which is quite because nice. it's basically a, it's an adaptation of Evil Dead Two, but with yes, with um, yeah, some yeah. characters from Evil Dead brought back, some of the friends brought back into it instead, and. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's really entertaining.
1: Uh, I would love to see... It's kind of already a thing. Do it. But I would love to see do an it actually, properly staged version with a proper book and additional songs of Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. Yeah. Like an actual full stage production, not just not a concert. Yeah, oh, I agree. Um, that, I would like to see that retooled into a full musical. Um Although the album is pretty fucking stunning on its own. Um, I think some people have done... I think I remember reading about it years and years back, before there was a stage show. Someone had... Like some arts theatre school or or somewhere in America had done a stage version. Hmm. Um, But I'll I'll have to look it up in terms of how it actually worked. Um... I don't know. What else? What else? I think I think horror's a good shout Horror Horror-style musicals. There's been a couple of different Dracula musicals, so we don't need to touch
0: that. Sabrina, to the f- that
1: oh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, okay.
0: Specifically Archie slash Melissa Joan Hart sitcom style. Yeah. Like, kitsch, but very aware of itself and, and piss-takey. Of, with a, like a, a squeaky um, clean sort of exterior d- d- make the plot that version of sabrina but whatever the sort of an- antagonistic force or, or or the problem at the core of it is lean more toward the chilling adventure style with that so that it's that it's that squeaky clean isn't this fun you know d- d- uh, a witch living with her two witch ants and a talking cat lovely thing that suddenly kind of the tone of it is very frighteningly juxtaposed with this horrific yeah, thing. Yeah. Ooh. Um, <laughs> because I love to see the squeaky clean stylings like musically as well merge with the horrific like, oh my God! And it'd be
1: like hairspray s- style music. Yeah. That kind of aesthetic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like
0: really poppy, upbeat. Okay. And then okay. it sort of, it's invaded by this other thing because you can have oh, the two okay. musical styles, you could have the musical style the other one kind of creep into it. Yeah. Um, That'd be nice. That would be good. That, that'd, that'd be kind of fun. I'm not sure what the end of Act 1 would be. I think the end of Act 1 would be some horrific visual that really establishes, yeah, this ain't your daddy, Sabrina. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you do something really horrible. Yeah. Like, the set piece ends with something horrible happening. Like, someone's head exploding or something. Like, some visual makes you go, oh my god! This is a weird one. <laughs> this is a weird one. Well, the Sabrina one was sensible. But... <laughs> after seeing what Tim Minchin did with Matilda <gasps> yes I think that might be my favourite stage musical of all time actually
1: you know, I'd really like him to take a shot at
0: just for the bonkersness
1: of it go on and you do it in a completely different it wouldn't be quite the same tone <laughs> of the, as the film yeah although it'd take the central events of that as a as a spring spring. springboard Jumanji the OG yeah the OG Jumanji with the Tim Minchin sco- with the Tim Minchin songs
0: yeah Uh, you could uh, do that really well actually because you you set it you establish the household and then you set it from Alan returning just the idea of this crazy fucking weird bloke appears in the attic or something like that you still do it the opening number is is... you stage it entirely in the house yeah and you do it George's Marvelous Medicine style of having like a raised set yeah yeah. you have the attic then you have the second fl- the first floor and then you have the ground floor, yeah, and you can because when it comes to the animal chaos growing that set can just slowly change as the story goes on, like there's more vines and reeds on things and you can use some sort of projection stuff and puppeteering like while well, this is going on up here and it's sort of not a non key pivotal moment, but it's a visual you've got monkeys suddenly like in the kitchen grabbing stuff and things like that and you yes. sort of escalate the the invasion of it all do you shit that would be
1: really fun actually do you think similar to the tv special they that a (laughs) psycho (laughs) prequel staging no that a staging of welcome to my nightmare as an act as a full-on musical musical
0: yeah i so not necessarily a narrative with a book but there's a visual narrative through through line to it like the album yeah. and like the special yeah. so that
1: would be more of a through
0: song sort of rock opera style thing yeah. than
1: a traditional I mean, music, you
0: could do that with quite a few concepts I've been listening to the Black Parade a lot again recently yeah. that could work yeah. quite well because essentially it's the story of, of a man on his death well they did it a, a with American Ma- Idiot a man, and it wasn't great a man post death I think that's because the American Idiot went the route of uh, we Will Rock You in sort of very literally yeah. translating elements of the songs and Man, it, it's so not quite working. Fuck We Will Rock You. But again it's just like oh she's the killer quit and it's just like, it's like oh, uh. yeah. see, see We Will Rock You was a jukebox musical American Idiot was a musical I guess based on a a very subtle comp- uh, um, um, concept album like American Idiot is not a very strict concept album. No it's not. Th- there not are good. themes and through lines but it's not a story. So, I think adapting that to musical, they have to kind of force characters into existence. Yeah. Uh, so, I can see why it doesn't jibe well with a lot of folk. Because uh, it's like, eh, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there are some who go and just enjoy the music, but then there are others who would be like, yeah, hang on. What the hell? What are, you, what are you doing? This makes no sense. Whereas Black Parade, Welcome to My Nightmare, like those, there are stories already in that album yeah. that you could just easily translate. Well, they're,
1: they're, you
0: want. Black what? Parade's got so much going on in it.
1: Well, you want to go in terms of like concept al- albums with clear narratives and multiple characters
0: and well, um, define things. Uh, I'm a Spider. Not ask Cooper. One that could work quite well. Uh, the story, the story of a of a uh, a serial killer. There, there is one you could do, but it'd be so
1: difficult because it stretches across five albums. Go on. It's Coheed and Cambria.
0: <gasps> oh, god, yeah.
1: If we do jukebox musicals? Yeah. So,
0: is it a jukebox musical if it's adapting one album or one? Train though. Well, well like, would you would it you would count be. American Idiot as a jukebox musical? Yeah, I guess Based it is. I guess, I guess it is, but I suppose it's a it's a specific genre because it is just that one you like, like, you the, like, album, like you did like you did the Wall for example. Like yeah, yeah, it, it's you know.
1: What does Led Zepp concept music, uh jukebox musical, look like? <laughs> Lord of the Rings on steroids.
0: Yes. I'd watch
1: that. Um, do it... Because they did Lord of the Rings, they right? They did a Lord of the Rings uh, musical, yeah.
0: It was huge. It made a shitload of money. It got decent critical reception. It came, it went, it's gone. It's probably not. I think back. it was just so expensive to... You do a smaller scale yeah. one and you use the music of Led Zeppelin. <sighs> <sighs> oh my God, he just sparked. He just sparked. Go on. What, 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 what? <laughs> He's holding the beard in contemplation, folks an 80s pop not 80s pop jukebox
1: but style like 80s pop um 80s set Ghostbusters
0: yeah yes 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 what's your act one finale
1: act one finale Slime in the
0: hotel no because you want Winston to be in no. it sooner no no Maybe you introduced Winston, so you introduced Winston pre-Slimer the act, anyway. The act
1: one finale is a montage, quote, scare quote, song yeah. of their rise to...
0: So a Friend uh, Like Me style act one finale where it's like, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a cavalcade of things Yeah, happening. after
1: Winston joins it's their sort of whirlwind rush rise to fame Because it's a montage in the film, but it's that kind of feel. But that, it's, it's One Day More, but it's the Ghostbusters. <laughs> one um, Day More, but Ghostbusters! But the Ghostbusters... <laughs> do it, taking on different <laughs> cases and becoming more and more famous
0: it's <laughs> a great description in any context that's a great sentence it's one day more but Ghostbusters and Janine has a song called we got one <laughs> you establish a physical embodiment of go- of, of Goza earlier so that yeah. they can be throughout the story in some way maybe you have whoever's playing Dana play dual role using lighting like you literally have have goes as ever present and is inside Dana. Yeah, throughout the story, maybe. Um, because that'd be cool. Probably uh, make Venkman less rapey as well. He's not rapey so much as a massive fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, yeah. To be fair, like he doesn't he doesn't try it on with her when possessed Dana tries it on with him. But he is carrying a load of sleep medicine in his bag. What was he going to do with that?
1: Egon never <laughs> sings. Like, he has lines in the songs, but they're always spoken. Okay. And you have a bit where it builds up to him about
0: to have a number, and then he doesn't quite do anything. Yeah. Something else happens. He just speaks all of Oh it. my god, it's a spoken word thing. that's just in s- one tone. He speaks
1: all of his sung lines. <laughs> or it's like... Give him a solo
0: where it's just like, the whole thing is performed like this, so it will always be spoken completely in one go. Yeah, and... it's a Gilbert and Sullivan-style <laughs> sort of patter song. Like, I but am the very
1: model of a modern major, but, but it's so actually it, spoken. It's told in, and it's that in fast. monotone
0: and it's never quite broken and it'll always stay like this and it rhymes and at the end of every line, every line will rhyme and it's technically a spoken song, but it never goes higher than this emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Could it be called Spores, Moulds and Fungus? Spores,
1: Moulds <laughs> and Fungus.
0: Um... <laughs> The Adams Family, but with a better book. Oh,
1: Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Monsters. I mean... I mean... That... mm, That... mm. Could you do a Gremlins musical? No. How would you do the Gremlins?
0: No. I I don't... Yeah, no. No. I mean, I love... God, have you seen the the 4K versions coming out this year? Um, The front cover, once again, fucks it up. Because the front cover to every Gremlins release has somehow fucked up the visual representation nice um like gremlins 2 the poster is that great poster the background the band the desk chair and it, it, it there's an arm reach out the chair it's dipping a cigar and yes. the ashes are landing on gizmo's head who's peeking out the drawer it's a yes. painting but the gremlin's got three fingers uh and one thumb. So your four fingers it's already fucked up because they don't have those L. hands so that that's like okay that's a, that's the official poster but fine whatever we'll get over it yeah um but then every subsequent release is fucked up in some way, like either using the wrong gizmo from the wrong film as the artwork, or this and the other. This one is just gizmo, sat on a title, the paint's dribbling off of it, it's film one gizmo with his little wrinkly face and his little beady eyes. And there are gremlin hands holding the word gremlins. But they're gremlin's two hands. <laughs> so for God's no! sake For God's sake. Like, just look at the film you're doing artwork for. Um but yeah, I I have no desire to buy it in 4K. I love it, but I own about eight versions of it already. I'm fine, thanks. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I don't have seven point one, so I'm not gonna take advantage of hearing uh, seven point one. Oh, Goonies man. is a musical. Yes. <laughs> oh god, your head's turning round. Yeah <laughs> all the way around. <laughs> yeah, I watch that work. I watched the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, I'd go for that. Carrie the musical. Done. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it got fucking slated. Cujo the musical, but Cujo is played, uh, Wilfred style in by a man in a onesie,
1: <laughs> by Elijah Wood in a onesie specifically. Yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> Con Air the musical.
1: Yeah. Okay. Put the bunny back in the box.
0: He's still holding it. (laughs) He's still holding it. I'm gonna flip my (laughs) lid. And as they say in the
1: mnemonics,
0: we be fucked. They live the musical.
1: They live the musical. Anything John Carpenter, really. Yeah. (laughs) Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Oh. oh, Mmm. because then he should just write... Mm, John yeah, Cavett could just yeah.
0: write the fucking songs. Yeah, maybe soften some of the you know, archetypal stuff slightly. Yeah, maybe. Ever so slightly. But that would that would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun, actually. They Live, I think, is a good shout. They Live. Because, again, it's, it's about... It, it's a very classical musical structure. It's about society and, you know, like what the people are telling them to do and rising up, which is a big an sort out, an of... An outsider of comes into... Uh, the lives of people and
1: opens their eyes against a growing threat.
0: Yeah, a they've never seen before. Yeah, uh, plus, plus you could just do those masks as literally as they do in the film. Like when you do yeah. see the moves you're... and all that stuff. Oh, and it's all about the staging and the lighting as well to pull off the the sort of the glasses I have the not the same design. What that's the end of Act 1 the end of Act 1 is him putting them on for the first time and everything in the set the set you see established throughout the whole thing what you do with... suddenly looks completely different is in black and white and you have stuff the thing. on there in black light makeup
1: yeah. yes bitch so what you do is when he puts the glasses on you switch to a black light
0: but the news reporter has still got to be that weird puppet one that they use for the news reporter yeah that is a bit weird <laughs> that's true it's weird. It's so jarring. Like, it's just sort of, it's clearly like a puppet. And it's like, oh, that's weird. Why, yeah. why? But it's creepy, and that's why. Yeah. That's It is why. creepy. Um,
1: God, but I could fucking go for hours on this one. <laughs> I could literally go for hours. But I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to do the final email. <gasps> the final email. Um,
0: <laughs> this one comes in from Guy. Hey, Guy. Says, how you doing, Guy? Guy Gust. Guy Gust. With his great big magic gust. Hi, big guest cast. Guy Grist. He's not to be confused with Gust. Uh, it's been a while since I last sent anything in. Apologies for that. No need to apologise. It's you cool. Send when you can. Problem is, the last um, thing he sent us was a finger, so we want to know if the hostage is still alive. <laughs> Can't reattach it, <laughs> it's been too long. Uh, uh, I was wondering
1: it. if either of you have seen the newer adaptation of Good Omens. Personally, I rather enjoyed it. However, I felt it could have done with being five episodes rather than six. Christian, i one not watching Game of Thrones. I think I might have watched the pilot. But well, that's about it. Where everything is going well, regards. But uh, well, yeah, colour good okay. omens. I like I say, I'm about halfway through it. I'm pacing myself. I'm, I've watched episode three last night and um it with it being only six episodes, I'm curious as to where the bloke comes from. Mm. It's adapting a novel in
0: six episodes. I think that seems fairly concise. But they've that they have added stuff like Gabriel's not in Gabriel's mentioned in yeah, so all that stuff with him, I think, is is an expanded role. Yeah, either ideas from or or notions that would have been in six six eight. So yeah, I, I, get, I get it. Maybe, maybe they did that to because is he a narrative through line? Because maybe they did that to give the series a bit more structure. Uh maybe or add B plots. He's he's certainly you know he's recurring so.
1: Because he's um a zero fault a zero fault boss.
0: Yeah. Essentially. Who's everyone's boss? He's fucking
1: Gabriel. Gabriel. not just Gabriel.
0: Gabriel. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Gabriel. <laughs> oh, I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Blingy bling. That was mm. a song, wasn't it? That was a, that, that was a song. Probably the most sung song on any playground for a good year. Because it was, I feel it on my fingers, I feel it up my nose. Pick it, lick it, flick it. And see how far it goes. Oh, We all thought we were Weird Al. Christmas is that's all around me. Weird Al biopic. Weird Al jukebox musical. Just Weird Al. UHF, the musical. Oh, that's it. That's it. UHF the musical. Yes. Set in the 80s still. Yeah. So it can be about public access like cable and everything. What you do is part of the set is um like two
1: <laughs> screens which are actually just like art square frames. Yeah. And you do little skits. And commercials and stuff in those screens. Yeah. Yes. <gasps> in between, like, oh. like during, like, scene transition, main scene transition, or something like that. So, see so that's how you. They, keep you, it. That's even, how you keep the commercial you element. Could in even there. pre-film them and just do them on video. No, do
0: that. Well, yeah, I think do that. Yeah, um, so it's like that it becomes a because it's it's a it's a film about people making uh, their own TV. So it would be weird if, if a musical about TV didn't at least feature some pre-recorded material. Yeah. To be shown on screens, and the title
1: um, song should be the end of Act One.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. We got it all. We got it all. On UHF. UHF. We got it all on UHF. We got it all. Oh, God, yeah. Forget about your yeah. laundry. Forget about your job. Just crank up. Was it yank up the volume? Crank off the knob. We got it all. <laughs> we got it all. Woo. On, on UHF.
1: I'll oh, some tasty guitar in that as well. Yeah. And harmonies are pre-built in for that, so... Oh, well,
0: there you go, boys and girls. There you go. Godzilla is king again. Weird Al should be a musical. And, uh, Our Pats is Our Bats.
1: The Adventures of Bookaroo Banzai is a musical with music provided by Bookaroo and his band. We
0: have to stop. <laughs> We will go home forever. Do we? That would be great though. Do we though? We do because I want to eat some food. Hey, hey. And i have got to put this episode hey, out. We're recording on the day hey, of release. Hey. <laughs>
1: don't be mean. You don't have to be mean. Because wherever you go. Oh God. That's where you are. Oh
0: God. If <laughs> you want to get in touch? <laughs> at BigDamnCast on Twitter. Email us bigdamncontact at gmail.com whenever you want anything or now or summit. Uh, also, do not forget to catch Adventures in Backlogging and other live streams on twitch.tv slash stream. Yep. Uh, there's a sister podcast, which by the time this is out, will be out a week later. Uh, a little project of mine called Out of the Broom Cupboard. A Twisted Sister podcast. Yeah. Let's have a I didn't know you are into um... glam rock. <laughs> I think we do have some Twisted Sister actually. Um, have a little gander at our social media to see more information on that when it comes out. But just a heads up, if you like audio stuff, then there you go. More things. More things. <laughs> uh, and... Until next time, um, just don't, don't, don't hurt the hostage. All right, we'll give you the money if we have proof that they're okay. Are you gonna send? Are you gonna send them
1: to us bit by bit so we can build? Is it like a build your own hostage <laughs> mail
0: away kit? A Frankenstein adaptation where the creature is made from hostage body parts. It's just a lot of fingers. It's I just, don't a hate cr- it.
1: just a creature made of fingers. I don't hate it.
0: Scuttle it around. Oh, the <laughs>
1: fingerpeed.
0: As long as it doesn't poop. Frankenstein's fingerpeed. Add it to the list. <laughs> Can a baby.